I'd just like to mention our sponsor for this episode. The 20 Questions with YouTube channel. Which features interesting guests like a reformed triad gang member. An ex-bodyguard for a South African gangster. And a clinical psychopath who is incapable of experiencing guilt or empathy. The podcast is focused on finding out why people who have had unique or extreme lives ended up the way they did. And the link is in the description box to this video. Check it out. <laughs> We've got an exclusive. It is Zorro. And mind-blowing story from being raised in London, being part of the gangs, being like a founding member, shot in the head. And it's going to be inspirational, though, because he now has a project in the music business that we're going to be talking about as well. And he's working on his book as well. So I know many other channels have tried to get Zorro on. So much love and respect and really appreciate you coming on with us yeah, today. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Zorro. You're welcome. And shout out to Nick as well. It is what it is, TV for arranging this. Yes, definitely. We'll have you, all your links below the video. So... How did all this begin then? How did it start in London for you? Um, I first come to London at the age of seven. Um, and we moved, what, when we moved, where did we go? We went to, first place I came is Battersea. Like we lived in Battersea with my mum and dad for a bit. And then we moved around. Nothing stable for a bit until... Later on, I think probably like 90, because I moved there, when did I move here? I think in 92, and by 94, I moved to Ballum. So I went Ensfields, Kensington, all these places that we was living, because we, we never had a stable house. So eventually we moved to Ballum, where we had like a two-bedroom, and went to school there and everything. Um, but before then, when I came to the UK... I was living in Enfield. Sorry, where did you come from? Ivory Coast, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Before, so, before Enfield, when you just got here at yeah. age six or seven. Oh, you don't want to hear the story. <laughs> like, <laughs> the transition, what was that like? Uh, pull out this year, at the airport, we come to, remember, we came over to see, we, me and my mum came over to, to meet my dad. He was here already. So we were at the airport and I'm, at the, um, at the airport with my flingsy jacket coming from a hot country and I'm freezing. It's super <laughs> freezing. And I'm thinking, right, what's going on here? And my, and my mum is just like trying to hold my hand, telling me, cause I'm fidgety at, like, I'm just trying to like, cause I've always been a fidgety kid. I was fidgeting that. Like, if I'm not doing nothing, I'm fidgeting. I'm trying to find something to do. So like, my mum was holding my hand to me like, chill, chill, chill. And I see my dad. At the blue, I know it's in Papa because I speak French, isn't it? So I say Papa, and he goes, "Hey, petit, reste là-bas, arrive." It means stay there. I'm coming, little one. And I'm, and then after, and then after that, now I was, I was posted waiting for my dad. And then when my dad came over, he gave me and my my brother a hug. Actually, I gave my mum a hug first. That's a lie. <laughs> and then gave picked up me and my little brother and gave us a hug and everything. And then we went back to his house on the tr train underground, and it was everything was just like a matrix like everything was just <laughs> different like first time on the train like it was loud like underground you know the underground back in the days with the red squares red and blue squares and all that so it was just 
culture shock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then and got to Battersea where we was living at the time, and obviously it's night time, and so it's time to settle down and go to sleep. So before all that, I went to the toilet to go piss. <laughs> I went to to go piss and what happens? I go piss and then I don't know what I did because I'm like I said I'm a fidgety kind of person so I end up fresh fresh in the toilet and I heard vroom, I ran out of there so fast <laughs> and ran to my mom and my daddy my mom first I walked to my mom first and my mom came said what's wrong where, where, where? she's come and like she, same thing happened again. Brushed the toilet. She got scared. She ran. <laughs> <laughs> she ran. And then my dad comes out, some superhero. Because, oh, what's going on here? Mm. And I, he just told me, like, don't worry, man. This is a toilet bag. When you go poo, you flush it and it goes away. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were used to the dumper, like, the one out here. Yeah. So, the one out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, after that happened, yeah, we end up. Um, I think we went home office after and the day we went home office I looked at my daddy and I see me my documents in it my home office document I looked at him and I thought bro what? I don't know what possessed me but I thought you know what because I, I always had a bossy personality from, my, from, ye, from, young, ye, from young so I said to my dad look give me, the, give me my folder and let me carry my folder so I'm walking around carrying my folder like, in the middle of London like I think yeah I'm a British winner <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> so like yeah I was just and then yeah from there we just went home with these sort of our papers and I think we ended up getting one of the council flats somewhere and I think in Enfield it was a nice house as well like three bedroom house garden dog next door that was not getting fed so I used to feed it all the time and um but my first day in school in that area was yeah epic because I never knew how to speak English. So I'm sitting there in the class and the te- teacher's telling me to write my name. Bear in mind, I've never been to school until this day. Wow. So I never went to school back home. Yeah, you know I mean? so I'm I'm there, the teacher's telling me what's my to write my name on a piece of paper. <clears throat> so I'm like my name, I don't even know I don't even know how to write my name. Like that's the stage I was at. So um so I thought, okay, I wrote the closest thing to, to what I knew. And do you know what that was? It was Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the one R. Oh, oh, oh. So I missed that the one R. And then there was a kid in our upper, cl- um, upper years, isn't it, that um, he comes to the class to help um, the, um, the younger kids, isn't it? And then he's looked at my paper and says, What's your name? He goes, I goes, Zorro. He goes, Zoo. It's now Zorro. He goes, Zoos. I see him he's trying to he's trying to violate me secretly. So I'm like <laughs> I never said nothing to me. I never said nothing to no one. I like I just kept it quiet. Like, but in my within myself, I'm like, nah, this guy. I'm like, mm. <laughs> like, so I'm like, ah, cool. So I waited till break time, lunchtime break. It was not lunchtime break. And he went to the water fountain to drink water like you do, isn't it? And then boom, as soon as he got there, I snuck up on him and smashed his head on the thing. <laughs> Remember, this is a big boy, he's in year six. I'm in year reception. So I smashed his head against the thing and I ducked out and <laughs> no one saw me or nothing. <laughs> there were no repercussions, no nothing like that. It was just, yeah, it was just, just to settle my 
into like my my own personal feelings, isn't it? Like that's the way it was. But yeah, after that, we end up moving. Yeah, I just end up moving to club, um another school. Eventually, move, um, just moved around in it. And after I think the second school I remember was I think in Kensington. Kensington. We were living in a hotel because um, we still weren't settled. So we was living in a hotel and I was going to school around there. And I, I like that school. The reason why I like that school is because they used to give us milk. Like the other one never gave us milk. So they used to give us milk and crisps for snacks and that. So I used to He liked drink. that school because of the snacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I had one or two good friends, but we ended up on bad bad path after. Because one day we was in the, um, in the change room. Me and my friend, I think it's Philip. I think his name is Philip. So me and Philip, we were in a change room and he likes to play fight. So I'm like, I'm telling Philip, like, look, just chill, innit? Like, I'm not in that mood right now. He's like, nah, just, 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 just. I'm like, Philip, just chill. And I don't know what I did. I don't, I, sometimes I don't know my strength. So I must have just, just pushed him back like that. And he flew back here and smashed his head against the, the coat hanger and all that. And there was just blood everywhere. Ooh. When the teacher came in, he's like, hey, 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 hey. He sort of just told off me like, like we was never friends, and that uh, I think my they called my parents and told my parents to come and get me and boom boom boom. Cut long story short, I never went back to that school after that, and I ended up staying at home in the hotel catching ki- chicken pots, and obviously that me catching chicken pots kind of fast forward our um our clip of process of moving out of the hostel at the um, what do you call it hotel. So now we moved out there. I think where did we go? I think we went to. Yeah, when we moved out there, we went to Peckham. Avidel. He was living in Avidel, none at Peckham. And that's where, like, the little... No, no, that's a lie. Sorry, that's a lie, sorry. After there, we went to Balham. Yeah, we went to Balham, and that's where I kind of, like, started... I think I started Balham in year four. Like, year four, year three. And that's where I kind of started finding my balance of being, like, who I am, in it, and just establishing me as a person and I think what happened after that I think um we was me and oh there's another story in that primary school as well <laughs> I went through some bad luck <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we was imagine I got there we're in school we I'm doing what I'm doing and somewhere somehow in every school there's always top boys in it and like there was two top boys in my class, my my class that time, and there was some kid called Leon and Darren, and um, they really liked me because I can give, I can fight in it. So everybody, everybody loves a fighter. So me and them, like we were very close. We became close in it. And one day we're going, um, what's the word? We're going school ain't started, so we're going to we're going to school and um. But by that time, we're only allowed in the infant playground. But Dean decides to go to the junior playground. But I'm telling Dean, that, and he's telling Leon, like, right, come and go to the junior playground and play football there. So like, he's, I'm like, oh, man, that's nothing. That's not no biggie. I mean, that's walking apart. And then, he, and then Leon is like, nah, I'm all right. Like, I'm not going. I don't want to get in trouble. Not knowing, I know I didn't know there was different motive behind it. You know what I'm saying? But we end up going. Me and him, me and Dean, me and Dean end up going there, kicking ball, 
Not not more than two minutes, you know, this guy. This guy kicks the ball purposely inside the toilet, yeah? And like, you go, we go to get it. Both of us go to get the ball. And what do we see in the toilet? A wallet. Right. So obviously it was pre-planned, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we see a wallet now in there. And then boom, he picked up the wallet. There's money in there, about 20, 30 pounds. Split it equally. And the bank cards. So we split the cards as well equally. And then boom, like we go to, um, I go to, uh, what do you call it? I go to class now. And there was some girl, Cassie. I like Ice's fancy. Like, I think my first addiction was Latskin girls. Because like, Ice liked Cassie so much, I even, I practically hanged myself from cause of her. Because, um, <laughs> Like, this is insane. In metaphor term, by the way. <laughs> basically, I'm there in class with her because I actually purposely sat in front of her that day. Isn't it? So I'm in there talking to her, like telling the Cassie, like, look, do you want to go shopping after thingy, after school? Like, <laughs> then you found cash. And credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling her, yeah, come on. And this time I'm only like nine, I'm only nine, not even ten yet. <laughs> So I'm talking to her like, right, like, come go, come go shopping after school, and I'll take you shopping, right, right, this and that, and that. She said, yeah, what, where, where do you want to go? This and anywhere you want, isn't it? And like, she said, with what, what money? She said, I got, I got my cousin gave me his bank card, isn't it? Like, get me, and I'm showing her the card, isn't it? Not knowing, like a div, if I knew how to read properly, I would have read the name on that card with my teacher standing beside me. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, so I'm oh, there starting wow. on her, yeah, thinking, oh. yeah, Cassie, we saying, are we going to do, are we going to do this or not? And she's like, looking at me like, yeah, look at me all funny, like, she, oh, let me see the card, I'll give it to her. She goes, miss. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I she told the teacher, I still didn't know what I was involved in <laughs> until later on when the head teacher came in and told me like, look, I mean to go thinking like, and go and do do the lines and all that. I have to do lines, I must not steal. I didn't steal. <laughs> <laughs> so like, boom, that one. And after that, they called my, my, my dad to come pick me up from school. Innit? But I think after, I think after a while, after I finished my lines, they let me go to the library. We had a school library that day. So we went outside the school to go to the library. So my dad's coming back from my, ha- my home, innit, to come pick me up from school. So he's end up seeing me in the middle of the road. Like, and he's cussing the teachers, he's cussing everyone because he knows how he raised his son, innit? I was never, I was never raised on fifth. Like, fifth is not my sport, innit? So my dad is adamant that his son didn't rock, didn't steal nothing, rare, 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 cussing them and this and that and that. And then boom, now, my, and then he takes me out of the land and then we end up, he told me that, Roy, you're not coming back to this school. <laughs> like, <laughs> so now I'm in that, I'm in it for good, I don't know how long. I think for the rest of the term, because it's coming towards the end of the term. So for the rest of the term, I was in my my window, like just watching, window watching, because I live literally opposite um, the post office in Balham. So, uh, and that's where, it was basically like the front line of Balham. So that's where all the bad boys used to be. So I was outside my window watching everything happen, didn't it? Mm. And there was this kid called Tony. I just love his gangsters for some reason. Like just, he's the way he just controlled everybody and just, he was just, there's always a gangster it. called Tony. I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, man. Tony was a little G still. Big Lats tone. to Tony. He was big as well. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he just, he was just, I just liked his stone. And for some reason, when he used to come up my house now, he used to like me, like, little, he used to rub my head and like, give me a little <laughs> pound there and then. And like, so, yeah, Tony liked me. So, and I liked his style. 
So it was that, yeah, just Tony and, yeah, just Tony, in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> coming up to, uh, it's like, my, at one point, I wanted to be like Tony. <laughs> Not Tony Montana, but Tony from Ballon. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. At the time, what were your parents doing for jobs? Um, my, my, my dad was, he was working, he had his own business, um, import and exporting. Um, and my mum was a cleaner. And, um, and that was their job, isn't it? And so, yeah, and then mum, when I say my, what's it called? My, but me now, I end up moving to another school, like I said, after watching them, watching the window, watching, watching whatever was happening outside the window, I end up moving to a different school, like basically the opposite school from where I was going. And then when I went there, it was a, it was kind of a relief, isn't it? Because it was that one of my, one of my family friends used to go there as well, and he was in the same year as me. But I don't know if you lot know. See, our, some Africans they tend to push back the child's age. That's so. <laughs> yeah. So a year. So a year no, not a year. Probably that. I don't know, but I think he might. His age must be pushed back at least three, four years. <laughs> wow. Like so, he's in there with us lot, who's about ten, and he's probably thirteen at the time. Wow. So, <laughs> so in a way, he's like the darn one of the school. <laughs> like, <laughs> So um, him and his what's it called? Him and his um, he, him and what's it called? Him because he's because he's older and everything. He ended up going out with an older girl that went to our school. He was the strongest in the school, like a girl. Could you imagine a big? She was a big girl. Like, she was the strongest in the school, right? and and she used to just him and her used to be at him. And from there, like that's when man started discovering the skill of being a footballer and all that. And um. I started playing football and that and just basically humble, humbling myself down. And then one day, my dad comes out, comes to the school, he goes, raw. I think we had a football match as well that day. And he comes to, he comes to, he comes to me in school, he goes, raw, come, we need to go, we need to go home. We're moving houses. Raw, like all of a sudden, he's always, we're moving houses. No, dad, I want to play football. I want to go and play football. I, want to, like, I was actually crying. I wanted to play football. Like, he said, no, we're going, we're moving, we've got things to do. Like, where, where, where? And anyway, I end up we end up moving to Ivydale Road in Peckham, and then from there, like it was just that's when. Why were you moving around so much? Because stability, you know, we never we never had um, what's the word? Um, we weren't we never had cancel house, isn't it? So you no, know, when you when you cancel, when you when you're in temporary accommodation, you move on after a while. Okay. So it was more all temporary accommodation. None of it was permanent at the time. That must have been stressful. Yeah, it was a bit for me anyway, because I never, I've never finished any full two, three years of school in any school I went to. I never, I never did that in primary so was school. Was it difficult to make friends? Friends is not the issue. It's my learning ability. It was yeah. actually very difficult because I started off on the back foot in the first place. So it was that uh, it made me, it made me like hate education in a way because I wasn't as good. I wasn't good in it. I wasn't like, as good as that. And I wasn't dumb as well. That's the mm. truth about it. It's just that like, I didn't know the process of doing things. Um, so, was, yeah, when we ended up moving to Abidale, it was, that's where, I would say, that's where pressure started becoming, like, that's where, yeah, pressure bust pipe in it because it was a school of hard knots, isn't it? Like, um, in, in the school, like, we used to have a, a shed where, um, we used to play for we used to play marbles, isn't it? 
and there used to be a lot of fights in there and eventually after a while instead of just random fights like people just doing dumb fights what I've discovered is instead of all that random fight what we could do is just have a, like basically one on ones in them sheds innit that's why <laughs> that's what I came in I said well you like, we can just have one on ones like if anything because I, I think that was the time I was year five so I started telling man yo if we could have one on ones innit like and that got played out the marbles got played out man didn't want to play marbles anymore. they just wanted one on ones so it became my sport now so it's like anytime we just wanted to like play fight or anything we just go in the thing you go in the, in the shed and someone's looking at ring. someone's looking yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone's looking at all entrances because about three entrances so if someone's looking at all entrances making sure if the teachers come squale or whatever <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then stop so we started doing that and from there I became like um, I won't say I won't say no, I won't say I bullied because I wasn't bullying I wasn't bullied yeah but um, I was more of a a tool, as I was saying, Bermondsey. I was a tool then. So a tool, a tool, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Please explain. Basically, like yeah, like basically, know what you do with a tool. You can use, you can put it to use. Oh right, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I was I a tool, you. so I can get put to use. Yeah. So um, yeah. So and I had a friend as well. My, one of my best friends as well. Like was a kid that was always see with me. I never chose my friends on your ability of how bad you were or how like you I was my friends was never based on that. My friendship was based on like what we've got, the connection, the chemistry we have together in it. Like if you could be I don't know, you could be whatever, like you could be a nerd. Like, you could be whatever in it. And we will be the bestest friends. Like most of my female friends here, yeah, people don't understand how we even become friends because they come from a like a academic world and I'm from a different world like, and they're thinking, how do you even communicate? But like it's just chemistry, isn't it? So with me and I had my brother Engin now, he's like a Turkish shoe that always used to like like he used to have a dodgy walk in it at the time. So everybody thought they can take the piss out of him. Cause I think you know when you got like I don't think it's a disability, but you know a limp. So everyone thought they can take a piss out of him. So there was another kid called Desperado. I think Antonio. He used to always try and fight my bedroom. Desperado. <laughs> yeah, he used to always fight my bedroom. Like, and then one day I just told, told, I told England, like, look, anyone tried it, I'll just whack them up for you, fam. And then from then that day on, like, I think there was two twins, Mark and Matthew. They used to always try it on him. They used, that was the thing. Engin, Mark and Matthew, just rushing him. So I got to a stage where, well, like, that's my, even though Mark and Matthew are my pals, but that's my bestie, isn't it? So like I started just turning against Mark and Matthew and then they just and then from there like things just started spiraling out of control in a way where they started getting the older years involved because I was only year five. So it's like year four and year six versus year five now. Mm. So <laughs> so yeah, I was going through it and on top of that, the year six they had dogs and that. Like, <laughs> so after school they'll come up with dogs and that and just <laughs> What, big ones? Pit bulls, staffs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> Mate, let me tell you something, yeah? I remember once, yeah, no word of a lie, yeah? Because I lived in Avida, and Avida, there's little hills, in it. Like, so, no word of a lie. Like, there was... I'm not going to say his name, because he's going to try to boast about it. But anyway, one of, my, one of the mandem, 
and a few of them actually, they had dogs. Around, they had I think there was I think what was fighting, and I was I was getting a bit of people, and then the dogs came out. That time I went into mm-hmm. dogs in it, so I'm like, okay, you got to do what you want in it, <laughs> do what you're doing in it. <laughs> so do you know what they did? Well, fucking yeah, <laughs> they picked me up, dashed me in a bin, and rolled me down the hill. No. And guess where I ended up? Where? Two doors away from my house. What I do? I jumped out. I jumped out and just walked home like nothing happened. <laughs> Thanks for the lift, lad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was something like that in it. But um, after that, it was a bit. Yeah, it was that like, kind of like it made me think. Do you know what? What this shit in it? And I thought, nah. Like I, I told my dad, look, you need to get my brother back here in it. Like because I've got I got half brother. Like that's from that was in every course at the time. Um, everyone would know him in, in the UK in Peckham as Breaker um, so I thought nah so I thought that nah I can't be having this like get me always being that numbered always this and that and that so I thought cool my, like get breaks down because me and my brother used to we did a lot from back home we even slept to girls together even though I was only God knows how long how old we used to not I wouldn't say so but we used to just, like try do what we used to, yeah so we used to do a lot together for 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 young kids so he was like my twin in a way, even though he was a year older. Was it just you and your brother, no other siblings? No, I had two other siblings at the time as well. But they were two; they were five years younger, so they had no idea what was going on. So, I, so and then my brother ended up coming, and he ended up being the biggest rebel Peckham has ever seen. <laughs> nah, serious. He used because you might see where we come from. We come from. Like, see back, see back home, the, the city where I'm from, we are the goons of the city, innit? Like, my older cousins, all of that, we are the goons. We are the ones that run the city, like, on the gang, on the gang level and whatever else you want to call it. Like, even the, um, even our dads and that, they actually run stuff as well, meaning the government and all that. They see our city, where we, the city where I'm from, my forefathers, the one that found the city. So all the tax comes to us, to that, our family, the bloodline. So my t- my my family back home, they're really they're already mad in the head, warlords and all sorts. Granddad was a warlord, everyone's a warlord. So it's like I'm coming from a lineage of wars. Like and um to even begin with, the day I was born was um first and now ninety five. And that year, it was the same, basically 1985 is the same year, it's the same day as my birthday. Write it down for a second, you'll understand what I mean. Right. First, 9th, 85. And I put dots on the first, on the f- and put a dot on the ninth, that's my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <clears throat> Spooky. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and on top of that, see the day I was born, the day I was conceived, there was, um, there was like a... Um, a civil war in the in the city at the time, so I had to flee. To, my mum had to flee to the village, and basically my granddad conceived me. And my granddad was like um was like a supposed to be a wizard, like he's what? a healer, like he was a healer. He can he can heal people and all that. So like he conceived me in it. That's why when I when I, I clocked that myself, no one else clocked that. I clocked that myself. Even when I showed my dad, he's like raw. That's weird, isn't it? And then, um, and then anyway, when when I was conceded, like there was war in the country, in it. And but the day I was conceded, there was peace. Like there was full, like full peace. Like basically, 
was, I think it was a war over money. So mm, all the workers was fighting for money because they weren't getting paid and all that. So when I was born, like basically everybody got a payout and I was able to move back to the seat to get my hospital checks and everything. Yeah, on, on the same day I was born. So, and yeah, back back to back to um London now. So when that happened, I told my dad, Look, you need to bring him back, bro. Uh, I'm here alone, innit? And then he's come back, which is kind of like a downfall in a way because he came back rebellious. He came back as um, he came back, he came back at the age of thirteen, twelve, thirteen. So he came back as a bit more mature than me when I was here. So he come back like wanting wanting to take everything. Everything belongs to him. That's how he came back. He came back like what I like. I'm taking. You know what I'm saying? That's the mentality he had. And um, and you know what? We was at yin yang in it. So if that's the mentality, then we're running with that. You know what I'm saying? So, and on top of that, like, cause my brother didn't speak English. I was like his translator. So wherever he went, I was there anyway. So, and on top of that, I was at, I knew my brother was a loose cannon in it. So I was, I was basically his piece in it. So I was like kind of the person that kept the peace with him. Like, make, be honest with you, I made sure my brother didn't die in it because he had that. There was loads of opportunities that he would have died if I wasn't, if I, like, if I couldn't get to him. Like, if I can't get to him, no one can. It's one of them ones. Like, so the aim was to make sure he survived, and I think I did a decent job, even though it was hard. Yeah, and then yeah, that's what we. And then my brother, my brother is. What kind of things was he doing? Who? <laughs> what kind of things was he doing? Knocking people out. <laughs> like, for the loot was things. He'll knock you out for a pound. Like, like literally knock you out. Like, not no punch. He'll knock you out. Like, until you're gone. You ain't, you ain't keeping that pound until you're gone. Out cold. Like, he was a bit, yeah, he was a bit loose in the head. And, um, and and he was strong as well. That's the thing about it, because I was I'm very strong for for my I'm, I'm quite strong, yeah. But there's always one boot, like there's always one guy in the world that I can't beat, and that was him. No matter what I did, I can I can train as much as I want, whatever it is. I just couldn't beat him. But however, I never lost a fight against him. There's it's weird, isn't it? We, when we play fight, and he's always winning. But we got into one real fight once. But obviously, I know I can't stand toe to toe. Like, so I just fly kicked him and, and punched him and I ran away. I literally ran all the way to my house, didn't stop until I got right next to my mum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, the minute I got to my mum, telling you, pussy, what are you saying now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that was the only proper fight we ever had. Like, other than that, it was always respect. Um, and then, yeah, he was just a loose cannon. Like, he used to just... Let me put it out this year. My brother, like, shot my friend inside the block that we were playing. What? Yeah. Then do you know why he shot my friend? Because he's, he told his friend to go and rob my friend. So his friend's going to rob my friend with, his, with a gun. But... My friend has CSCS gas in it. So he's gassed him. Get out of here, man. You ain't built for this life. So
So he's run back to my brother and told my brother what happened. So my brother's come back, what? You let this, you let this dickhead do that to you? So he's, my brother's gone back in there and just shot him in his back. I'm like, and obviously my brethren has run to one of my other brethren's houses. Huh? What kind of type of gun did he have? Them fuck, them probably the rebels, isn't it? No, them rebels. No, them, them homemade bullets. Yeah, there was a lot of them going around at the time. And what happened to the guy? He got shot, innit? No, but did he live? <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh, right. just, yeah, just, yeah. It's just a shot, innit? Just, it's, yeah, he was screaming though, he's crying and all that. But, um, and he's end up going to my brother's house and his mum opened the door and trying to help him and whatnot, whatnot. And like, I mean, me and him had a big argument over that as well. And that kind of all made my brother's relationship because after, after that, we was never really friends no more like that. Yeah, we could say hello and goodbye to each other, but there was no trust. Like, how can there be? Like, yeah, so it was like, there was a lot of that going around. Like, my, I was actually trying to fight my, bro off, my brother off my friends because like, he was just, he was just, I don't know, he was just mad, he's a madman, isn't it? Were the cops onto him then? Um, for what? For shooting my brother? Just for anything he was doing. Um, obviously he was involved in gang life, innit? So of course the cops was in, onto us, but it was for certain events it got away with, innit? But yeah. So your brother then, does he stay around or does he go? What do you mean? Oh, he's got deported. He got deported. Yeah, he got deported. Yeah. How old was so, he when that happened? Was it? You got when you get to twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. Right. Yeah. So, what was your life like before he got deported? What before he got deported? Um, how can I pull it? What there's a there's a big gap in it because I as before, after I after I left school. No, after we after I left primary school, shall I say? Yeah, we ended up in secondary school. And we ended up going to the same secondary school. And um, <clears throat> that was way mayhem for others, if truth be told. Um, but, like, we just, I don't know, how can I can explain it. My, 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 my thing was, he was in school before me, innit? So even before I, got, before I got to the school, I was going to the school, if that makes sense. So I was going to check people in the school and everything. I think one day I went to a dance in the school, the end of the year dance. And that day, the, the, the highlight of that day was my brother fighting some kid called Charles, like from, from ghetto, a different part of the ends. And him and my brother was fighting and no Elephant Castle roundabout, no that where them, not Elephant Castle roundabout, New Kent Roads, flyovers. And it was there like, and so I'm still in primary school. And big crowd of people, everyone's fighting, rushing. Like, it's just a madness that. Like. And and I, I think that's after that summer, I end up going to the school. So my first <laughs> my first day in school was like, how was my first day in school? I had a f first day in school because I come from Bermondsey, so I'm with boys from Bermondsey. Like one of my brothers, Dreamer, shout out Dreamer. But um, I'm with my brother Dreamer, and he's um. Like he's a, he's like a a gallus in it, someone that likes girls and like just that's all he's into in it. He's into girls and he's got he's got vocabulary for girls. You know what I'm saying? He's got a book like what how to chirps girls and everything. Like he's 
<laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> like he's got, he had a book where he knew what lines to say and everything. <laughs> you need <laughs> that book. <laughs> it sounds like a rake. Is that the word? Yeah. Rake. <laughs> rake. Yeah. Yeah. He used to write. He used to write notes on how to talk to girls and everything. Yeah. Like so, his game was tight. So he's. <laughs> so he's. <laughs> so um. Yeah, Drew is like that was my one of my closest friends at the beginning. But after after him now, my first day I see some some kid, I'm not gonna say his name because my virgin as well, but I'm not gonna say his name. He must have I don't know what possessed him, but he decided that it's alright for him to basically try and bully me for my money. Like even though I never had a penny, I probably had I think fifty P that they chanted to me, Oh, give me your money, right, right. I looked at him like, nah, so you don't work like that. And I kept, and I carried on walking and he tried to grab me again, telling me, give me money, where, where. So I, I tried to be respectful, innit? Like, cause I'm a fighter. I know how to fight, innit? So I tried to be respectful. So I know my, I know my strength. So I tried to be respectful. I said, like, do you know what? I just tripped him and flew him away, innit? Like, and then he dropped somewhere and just, and I kept, I carried on walking. So now that's over now. And like, I'm walking, minding my own business now. And then, some girl on a catwalk, because our school had catwalks, isn't it? Like, um, some girl on a catwalk must have screamed, He's coming behind you! Well, no words, no words of a lie. I didn't even look back. I just bent down and just uppercut him. Flatline on the floor, yeah? And I think, I, f- I thought, yeah, that'll give them, don't fuck with me, at personality, innit? Ah, uh, cool. After that now, yeah? Next day, another kid, my other bridges... <laughs> <laughs> don't think you're bad because you beat up so and so and so and so. We were in drama class this time, and our drama our drama class is like on a low level, low on a ground floor, isn't it? A word from our sponsor. Do you want to know what it's like to hang out with the MS13 in El Salvador, or how the Russian mafia came to Brooklyn in the 1990s, or why some Swedish gang members love to throw grenades? If you've enjoyed my stories of hanging out with the New Mexican Mafia, cartel members, Italian Mafia, you will love the Underworld podcast. It's a show about organised crime all over the world, from the first gang lords to the current kingpins. Hosts Danny Gold and Sean Williams are investigative journalists who've worked all across the globe covering the most insane crime stories. From interviewing cult gangs in Nigeria to chasing meth barons through the Burmese jungle. And way, way more. Mixing in thorough research and some of the best gangster history in recent memory. They're bringing you a new episode every week. We're talking Taliban, triads, warlords, drug lords and scammers from Brooklyn to Beijing and far beyond. If you want to dive deep into the criminal underworld with two journalists who have reported on it all over, give it a listen. The Underworld Podcast. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The link will be in the description box below this video. So he's come like, raw. don't think you're bad because you beat so-and-so. I'm like, I don't even think I'm bad. Like, I just don't want you to just take the piss out of me. And like... And then my, he's and then he's got obviously he's got he's in the class and he's got he's got um what's you call it people in people in the class actually joined to his tension is he's two minutes so he's got that little authority where 
he's telling people that, oh, I don't like him. So people are willing to what, uh, ride with him. So he's told one of my brothers, my, <laughs> my partner now as well, Kilo. He's told Kilo, like, raw, oh, like, I don't like him. So Kilo should come chat to me, come chatting shit. So I told Kilo, I want to punch him if he chat shit. So he's come in, he's come dived into me and we're just fighting, innit? And then the teacher brought that up. I didn't get, like, basically, I wasn't satisfied with that, innit? Like, because he just came out of the brief, dragged me, like, Robbie tackled me, dragged me, and I was just punching him and whatnot. It wasn't my normal fight. So I was, I was so not satisfied. I was raging with anger. And then some cheeky, <laughs> like, my bridging as well. They're all real friends now, but some cheeky, Decides to come to the, he's, he's not in the class He's outside the class come to, He comes to the thing Outside the class He goes Well what happened here What's going on And my brother, other brother my, The other guy that, The first guy I was meant to fight Who I didn't fight He's telling him Oh Like This little This little pussy old, Like physical fight man This and that and that and that I'm hearing man I'm hearing man Talking about me like this Like When bear in mind you, I, No one knows No one in that year Knows who my brother is At the time Like and on top of that, my brother's batch was official. Like, there's another guy in my brother's year that was called Sam Kano. He was an official, like, he was year eight, but probably, like, the ninth strongest in the school. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I wasn't to be fucked with, but I wasn't the guy that would just turn away over the, over, over, tell everybody, yeah, I'm that guy, innit? Mm. So, that's happened now. And then, um, what's the name? Uh, what's the name? What's that? Um, what was I saying? Yeah, the, what was I saying? You were saying about your school days, about the ninth hardest person. <laughs> yeah, ninth, yeah after, after that's happened, uh, I'm in a drama class and this this kid comes out and goes, oh, what, is that, is that, is that him? And he's pointing at me saying, is that him? Like, I'm like, I could see that like, everyone's just trying to, I feel like everyone's trying to pick on me in a sense. So this time I, I was raging. I was just, what are you talking? Are you saying my name? I jumped out the window so come then, come and go one on one now. And like, I didn't wait for him to say yeah or no, innit? And we just went at it and I fucked him up. This time I showed him like what time it is, innit? And this kid, even though it was white, but he was like one of the strongest in our year. So when everyone saw that, I'd be like, everyone's a bit, okay, maybe there's something about this one now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So eventually, like, everyone started getting, started paying my dues, innit? I think by the, by the time I got to the end of year seven, the whole school stuff, the, the whole of my year, like, started following me. So I couldn't go to toilet without 25, 50 people following me. Like, I became the, the leader of that, gener- of that, of the, of that the year. year. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like, yeah, and, yeah, and just, I, used, I used to be the one to take them to the out-of-town school trips to other schools and all that. So it was, yeah. Were you good at sports? I was the best at everything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously. <laughs> From when I left, uh, let me put it like this, from when I left Avidel, because Avidel in Peckham, we never had nothing going on. And when, when I left there, I moved to Tower Bridge Primary School. Tower Bridge Primary School is a bit more authentic with it because they had football team, they had a cricket team, they had sports, they, they had a bit of everything. And I was the best at everything except for cricket. I was good at cricket, not the best. Because my, my friend, rest his soul in peace, like, um, he was the, he was a cricketer. Like, he was a very good cricketer. Like, and he's basically, he taught me how to play cricket. And he even taught me how to rollerblade as well. Like, we, we came from a different, I came from, basically, I came from 
The rough patch of Peckham. Trust me. How retro? Trust me. <laughs> you want to see me on the blaze, mate. Um, yeah, so we ca- I came from the underground Peckham to that kind of like hash slash city life kind of Burmese kind of like. So, but the only thing with being living around there, because like, I was young, I was still year six and I was still a little kid, innit? So there was a lot of shit going on there, meaning a lot of racism, a lot of violence, a lot of like bullshit. And I remember one day coming back from school, is it primary school, second school? I feel second school. I remember coming back from school and seeing my mum on the balcony fighting like four girls. Like I'm talking black eyes involved on my mum's side and their side as well. Cause my mum's a fighter. She's like me, isn't it? So she's there punching up all these girls. Like, and How did that escalate? Racism, innit? Because we was black on a on a white estate, and I it's just what she'd get mate, attacked. Yeah, I used to walk, I used to walk, and beep, I used to walk, just I used to walk, just walk normally. Be like, oh, African movie, we going? That's where, that's where, I, that's where we came from, innit? And with me, I wasn't, I was never a victim of anything, innit? Mm. So that kind of like drew me to this point where, Rod, you know what? Something's to get done about this. Like my mom getting beat up, the, my, my house getting threatened to get petrol bomb. Like it was a lot of it was a lot going on in it, so I think eventually I just had enough in it, and I just obviously I had a screw gang at the time. Really, obviously I was always involved in little small petty estate stuff. So I had a screw a school gang, and with that school gang we was like we we called we call ourselves WKC, which stands for Well Known Criminals. We just we just went around the whole of we never had a a Pacific, Pacific area. We just South, um, South, South London was our playground because everyone came from different parts of South London. So that was our crew, WKC. So after that happened, I thought, Do you know what? And remember, the WKC guys, they were young, they were my age and everything. So there was no flair about them. There was no, you couldn't do much with them because they used to come and visit me at my house and leave with black eyes as well. Like, so... <laughs> Because they're getting punched, they're getting beat up by... Because in Bermondsey, it was a bit nuts, isn't it? Because if you got drum with someone, you're not really fighting them. You're fighting their uncles and their dads. Mm. That's who's coming for you with baseball bats and bottles and all that. So it was like, okay, cool. How do we tackle this? And I think that's when it just clicked to my head to be... I don't know, like, I just went pecking one day and just said to everyone, I'm a pecking boy, and just started becoming a pecking boy and just... Yeah, that was my journey for being a Peckham boy. And yeah. Uh, but before, tell a lie, before that, there was my other brethren as well, Leon. Because remember, I came from Birmingham, so we was coming from the backbone of racism. So we was... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> we was, um, so we come from the backbone of racism. So it was that... <laughs> You're right to turn it off. Yeah, I was. Thanks. Oh, Sorry. Why well, don't just keep going? So people hear about postcode wars, and it's very confusing, perhaps, for people like in America to understand how it, all the neighbourhoods are divided in London. Mm. So when you was a kid, how were the neighbourhoods divided in London? Were some streets safe? Were some streets unsafe? Um, obviously, I'm coming. F- I'm coming from the beginning of stages, isn't it? And the beginning of stages that. Like- 
I'm originally from Birmingham, which is more predominantly white, like me, that kind of background. And not far from, like basically the road that blocked that, tick, that stops Peckham and Bermsey draining is Old Kent Road. And Old Kent Road is a long road. And so you got Old Kent Road and then you got Peckham on the side. And then you have Woolfield on the side of, other side of Old Kent Road. Then you got Elephant at the end of Old Kent Road. And then after all these areas, you got the Ops who is ghetto or New Cross of Old Kent Road. Like, so New Cross, Old Kent Road is like, that's where the, um, the other side of Peckham came from. Like, but, um, yeah, postcode wall. Um, to be honest with you, just gonna put your mic a bit closer. <laughs> to be honest with you, like in my era, it wasn't so much postcodes, it was more borough wall. Boroughs. Like, it's because the way man done it, the way I, well, because my era is different from any other era in it. So I can't, va- I can't speak for the generation on top of me. I can only speak for my generation because it's what I, I've finessed my generation. So I can only talk for my generation. My generation was that, remember, I'm coming from Bermondsey. So before I get to Bermondsey, I got all these areas to pass in it because them times it was more walking to everywhere. So before I come, before I come out of Bermondsey, I'm passing Old Kent Road, I'm passing Wolfield, I'm passing all these estates, all these places. And at the time, I just established myself as a ringleader. So I'm recruiting people. So how old are you at this point? Because you're 36 now, aren't you? I'm 36 now. But I'm like, when the first, 13, 14, 14. No, actually, that's a lie. 13 is when I first joined Peckham was, but I was in the, uh, uh, I was in the, what do you call it? The generation above. So I was still the young G of that generation. So I was, but I was at the same time with all levels. It wasn't like, yeah, because you're young, you're... But that was my brother's generation. And that was basically... I brought my brother into that generation anyway. Like, from that day when I told you I went Peckham and um, I saw people and I said, right, I'm a Peckham boy and this and that and that. And then, yeah, from that generation, you had my my brother's generation. And after that, my brother's generation, it was my generation, which I wasn't a part of at the time. It, it didn't exist before, before, man. So... My brother's generation was the new young, young, young boys on the block, like the new YPB. So we had basically, like after that happened, after their generation, after that generation um, came, it's like one day, let me tell you a story actually, how even, how that, that how my generation came across. I think my brethren corrupt, I have to big him up as well, corrupt. Like he was coming from Peckham Post. Like, that's where, where we go, gym and Peckham Library. Everything is around there. Like, it's basically the heart of Peckham. Um, he's coming from Peckham Post, and there was these little young G's, little young G's on, the, on the block. Like, they were supposed to be the new young G's on the block. So they're seeing him, and then they're trying to chase him down, in it? Like, as a joke, in it? Because the oldest against youngest. So, like, he's run, he's run off and everything, and then he's gone to a party that we was, that we was gonna, we was in. And told, and basically, We've got to, he's got to the party to oh you man you know the youngers are outside trying to run my down and this and that and that and like obviously the offsock came out all the offsock came out and then we yeah we started chasing the youngers down in it and then I think once some a couple of them 
try to trick they try to trick um try to trick me in it like to, um what's his name a couple of them trying to trick me saying like rah like come 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 to the thing in it come come to the park in it because there's a there's a corner in it so come to the park me I'm very what's the word I'm ignorant in it so I believe I'm the shit like <laughs> seriously <laughs> like <laughs> seriously I believe I am I'm that guy in it so if you tell me come there 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 I'm not going to be like, mm, might be something around the corner that I'm not expecting. So I'm thinking, all right, cool. Whatever's in the corner, I'm going to knock it out. <laughs> like, so I bust the corner now. And guess who I see? A bag of them. See the new youngest? There's a good 12, 15 of them. I'm like, yeah. And do you know what they're saying to me? Yeah, you'll see, how, you'll see who you are now, innit? Like, what are you saying now? I'm like, look at the thinking, do you not know who I am? <laughs> like, <laughs> mate, listen, yeah. I had Manu headlock. I had not in the headlock. I had this guy in the leg lock. I had this guy in the lock. I had this guy thrown on the floor. Like they all, every single one of them was at the game, wow. innit? Wow. Like I fully took every one of them out, yeah. And at the end of it, I said, Razi, you're our age, you know. You should come. You should come join us. Like we need you. And that's when I became YYP because my bridging he's my best friend now. Like I think after that, I must have seen him, innit? Because I didn't punch him up because he, my brother punched him up instead because he, he went the other way. He went a different direction. My brother punched him up. So he see me now. He goes, Ralph, like, Ralph, you're our age. You should be in our batch. Where, where? And I, I liked him, you get me? Because his, his aura was nice. I liked him. So I said, Ralph, do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with you, though, innit? But take my, take my, take my number, innit? This time, them days, it was house phone days. There weren't oh, no mobile phone in the picture. <laughs> 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 it was house phone days. So he took my number and then. Yeah, they like, told me that we're going to link up on this and that. And that. I think that day was the first day YPB was, like, was made, in it. I think they went Bromley that day. And after Bromley, they came and met me, in it. And that's where YPB was made, like that specific day. And Sorry, what was made? YYPB, Younger, Younger Peckham Boys. Right. Because there was Younger Peckham Boys and then there's Younger, Younger Peckham Boys. And then, yeah, that batch was made. And, yeah, we just... Like we just became a, f- a family, innit? And with the team that was already there, I kind of branched it out. Like, so basically, there was already a good, 50, like, there's a good 20 of us, 30. And what I did now, I quadrupled the numbers, innit? Like, because my thing was, the more numbers we had, the more scale we were to the other side. Mm. Like, that was my thing, innit? And with me, another thing is over me. Like, I didn't join the gang for the same reason everyone else did, didn't it? So, I saw it as a family with a brotherhood. So, people I didn't want to be victim to the streets, I recruited them. People who I thought were pillars of the community or they're on, the, on their state, I recruited them. Like, so, it was like trying to build a community because you could be a nerd, yeah, but you may have something in you that we, we don't have in it. Yeah, table, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because... Some of these nerds that we used to write off back in the days, they're the ones that's running the world today. <laughs> Let's be real of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And I would like to have, I also like now, most of my friends, like some, I got, it's like I got diff, different generations type, I got different type of friends, isn't it? I got friends that are doctors. I got friends that are like solicitors. I got friends that are just, that are done, that are done certain things, isn't it? That are in winning positions. Not just the gang life because I never looked at just People that was had um that was had good, what's the word I'm looking for? Potential in gangster life. I never just looked at them. 
I just looked at, because I was trying to build an empire in it, if truth be told, for my year high. Because after my first prison sentence, to be honest with you, because oh, I went to jail, what, 15? Mm-hmm. Like, I think just as I was going to year 11, I went to jail. So for, instead of going to year 11, I went to prison. So when I came out, I came out with no GCSEs, no nothing. So all my friends done the GCSEs and everything, and I'm just there like a headed chicken. So my thing was, right, a couple of my friends are doing music and entertainment. So I was trying to do something with them. And then I came up with the idea that eventually I came up with the idea of doing um, a DVD because I used to watch a lot of American stuff. Like, no, like, um, smack DVD, them kind of things. Mm. So, and around the tour, around the time at the time, our, our side of South had no attention. Like, basically, the only people that had attention in South London was PDC and West London, mainly. So, our part of South, Nobody knew us, didn't it? Nobody rated us. They used to call us because we had some two, we had some rap, some MCs here from our town that were called LM, LM, LMS or something, like ladies men or something, ladies men or something, ladies men. Yeah, and they, <laughs> that's, how, that's how soft that name sounds. <laughs> so automatically, the rest of the London thought we were soft. Like so, they used to, they used to, in East London they used to say, "Raw South, um, South man's uh, like Nelly and." East London, East London man, them are like 50 Boys cents. <laughs> no, 50 cents. They try to clock, they try to class themselves 50 cents and we're like Nelly. So I'm like, nah, sir, it don't work like that. So after that, my, I thought, do you know what? Let me put my ends on the map. And I, me and my Virgin Kilo, we came up with um, an idea of making a Block Patrol DVD and which was just going around filming everybody that can, that's, that's got an art, like I can rap or sing, whatever, just filming everybody and putting it all on one. Because no one around our town had any exposure at the time. So that was Man's Avenue. So from young, I was trying to get out of crime. But it wasn't happening for me. Like, because soon after that, like, I think a year after, a year after that, I think that's when I got shot, innit? Before you got like, shot, yeah. why, why did you go to prison in the first place? Yeah. Well, I uh, just... <laughs> My school snitched snitch on me. <laughs> okay. Basically, remember I told you I used to go to other schools and mm. hop out on schools Visit and that? Them. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what happened. Now. One day I was going to, to Woolworth, funny enough. I went to Woolworth and um, I went to see my girlfriend. Like, and this idiot decides to try to embarrass me, telling me, oh, you robbed me, you robbed me the other day, rare, 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 this and that. I'm like, bro, just go away, man. I'm, can't you see I'm trying to finesse a thing here? Like, <laughs> no, man. You like, you took the, like, rare, rare. So he's come up with three, four boys. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, does this kid know what he's getting himself into? Like, I'm not the one, innit? And like, he was so, he was so adamant on, like, trying to get um, a resort out of this, innit? But when his friends came and they realised who it was that he was arguing with, they kind of backed away from him. So they kind of left him. So, like, he's still trying, still trying to bad me up. Like, I'm like, this guy all right, bruv. And I just switched. You know, back in the day, it used to be Lucas's bottles. Um, bottles, yeah, they were glass bottles. Were they glass? Yeah. I only remember them plastic. No, they were glass. Oh. So I switched on him and I grabbed the bottle and I think, I felt sorry for the kids when I come to think about it, yeah? Because, like, people that I didn't even know was joining in to, 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 to back me. There's people coming off the bus that was joining in, like just because they know it's me involved. Like I didn't get, I only got one hit, just a bottle. 
but his whole structure got dismantled like, after that like and nothing to glamorize like but i did my time for it so like that's yeah that's basically and after that now <laughs> i got away with it that day now my the kids obviously told the school the school went to the police went to my school asked about zoro and this and that and that and then one day i just wake up with police outside my door and he even bought the t-shirt the shirt that the kid bought his shirt to court, innit? And his shirt was full of stains. And that was, that was not just, that wasn't, that wasn't going to help me in my case, innit? Did your power on the streets transfer over to the prison? Um, to be honest with you, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, what do you call it? Um, see if I go, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sacred person. I'm someone I to keep myself, to, I keep my things to myself, innit? So, I can always start brand new wherever I go. I believe you can put me anywhere on God's green earth, I'll trip on my worth. That's, that's the way I am, innit? So if I, never, any prison sentence I've ever been on, I've never gone there and said, yeah, I'm this guy. I've never said that. What's happened is I've remained humble and just thrive my own personality. And it, it, my personality is my personality. I can't change that. So I am who I am, innit? So it's eventually when someone will come in and say, raw, Oh, that's blah, blah, blah. And that's when everyone else will acknowledge, right, that's blah, blah, blah. But before that, it's just who I am is who you see, isn't it? Like, so it wasn't, my fame from school, from road, wasn't the one I brought to jail. So I, everything was always brand new wherever I went. So if I was anywhere I went, I was just always started brand new. I wasn't trying to live off the past. Mm. Like, so what was it like in prison? First time, 15. 15, oof. Mm. That one there, to be honest with you, to, the bus trip was fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even glamorising it, but remember, I'm still young and I'm still in my element as a young as a young kid. So all this is all at the time, it's all fun to me. Were you not scared? No, hell no. I was, <laughs> I was aging to see what was going on inside. Like I was really, like I was, my, I was like, well, I want to know what's going on inside, didn't it? But the only, the only time, I tell you when I did get scared, when I did get a bit parallel though, when I, when I got banged, when I got banged up behind my door now, and the window warriors, oh my Lord. Oh. Them window warriors are horrible people. What sort of things do they say? Shout. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously they see my heart and everything, innit? When I'm coming into the jail, innit? So this, the, the survey boys, they see my heart and everything. You know, normally you've got the survey boy that's the last to bang up in that. So they see my hat and everything. So they're thinking, little, 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 little guy in no, no drama in it. So yeah, some guy called Grant. I'll say his name, Grant. Grant. <laughs> like he's uh, he's upstairs screaming, "Oh, new boy!" That's not me, is it? <laughs> uh, so I kept. It, so I was humble. "Oh, new boy, run to your window." He never said, "Come to your window." He said, "Run to your window." Literally trying to bring me off, like. And I, I thought, bro, like, is my man talking to me? And I can't be talking to me. So I kept my call. And I kept him screaming at my name, screaming, new boy, and said my cell, my, my cell number. Listen, oi, you talking to me? Do you know what? I said the magic word. In jail, there's magic word you do not say. Suck your mother. <laughs> Never say that in jail, innit? So that's the first thing I said. Suck your M's. <laughs> and mate, I don't know, like, he was on to me after that. He must have been... Saying, raw new boy, he put his hand out the window. See when I see you tomorrow, 
I'm gonna, I seen us, I told you what, I'm gonna smash you in. I'm like, okay, this sounds a bit scary. <laughs> 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 like, and he's asking me questions like, oh, where are you from? So I'm from Peckham. He goes, do you know Quasi? See, I know Quasi, but the Quasi that I knew would never be in the YOY. You know what I'm saying? Because it's too, too old for us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, he's saying, yeah, Quasi's here. So he don't, he's saying that, like, right, like, you don't, you don't, it's, I don't know what the, if he's in here then I couldn't know him you know what I'm saying so the mask didn't add up so you see me oh like so you're a fake Peckham boy you're fake Zorro with one R like who are you really <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie this guy was putting pressure in behind the door fam I'm thinking right like this is gonna be peak from when I get out of the cell fam and like lucky for me the quasi guy he's talking about was another guy from my from my area called Big Larry he was man the man them. Can you explain anyway. what Quasi is? Quasi is it's a name. Quasi. Quasi, someone's name. How do you spell that? I have no idea. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Ghanaian name. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. I think, is it Sunday? I don't know. It means, because they're named, they're named after a, a day of the week, isn't it? So I don't know what day it is. Mm. But, Actually not on Monday. They suck. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be Monday, you know. No. I think it might be Monday. I don't know. Someone someone in the comments might G-check me and tell me what day it was. Oh, they will. <laughs> They'll be in the comments in no time. But, um, so yeah, he's he's come out saying, oh, Quasi say he doesn't know you very rare. And I think, I think he must have asked Quasi, do you know someone called, like, he said, obviously he said Zoro, isn't it? When he says Zoro, the guy, the Quasi guy must have felt, because obviously, don't, no one called me Zorro. Don't, only people, start, people only started calling me Zorro as I was an adult. Before that, I, was a, I had a street name, which I don't, wanna, tell, not, no. I don't want to really no. use because I passed that stage of my life. Mm. So, um, so he's saying, that, yeah, he's saying Zorro. And I think Larry, Larry's saying, what, Zorro? Wait, Zorro, Zorro. He's not, and he's, nah, Larry's badding up the boy that's talking shit now. He's like, are you stupid? Go to him and apologise to him, minute. I'm going to knock you out in the morning. And like, he's saying, um, Zorro. <laughs> His tone has changed now. <laughs> he's like, Zorro. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what? He's saying, um, Quasi, Quasi, uh, Quasi, she says, sorry. <laughs> saying, sorry, sorry, brother. I didn't know you was like one of the man them, innit? Like, I'm sorry for what I said, innit? See me, I don't hold grudges, innit? Sorry for me is enough. So I just kept it moving after that. But guess what? That same that, that same month, yeah, a week, shall I say, I was next door to an Irish kid, a boxer. <laughs> Never run up your mouth to them kids, you know. <laughs> so like this, uh, probably like this year, I'm in, I'm in my cell, he's next door. And he's making noise, like, he's chatting, chatting a bag of shit outside his window. It's sleeping time. Like, bro, go to your sleep, go to your bed and sleep. So I must say, hey, next door, shut up and go sleep. And he said, nah, man. I'm, I'm talking to my friend, innit? He said, fam, you better get under your bed, you know, or I'm going to smack you up. And I, he said, yeah, that's what he said. He said, yeah. Okay, he left it as that. So now tomorrow morning, now I'm walking normal. I didn't think nothing of it because he said, yeah, normal, innit? So I'm walking normal, going to uh, going to get my lunch, my breakfast and everything. And at the blue, I see this kid. At the blue, this guy snuck up on me. Mmm. Whacked me. I still got the scar oh. <laughs> on my. <laughs> I still got the scar for it, yeah. And like, I thought, raw. He actually did it. Because <laughs> I've never listen. I've, I'm the kind of person I am. Yeah, 
these things don't happen to me, innit? So I was in, sh- I was in shock for like two, three seconds, innit? And when I realised what it did, like I dismantled his, his, his frame, innit? Like, you but, dismantled his frame? Yeah, just fully wrecked like, him. wrecked him, him up. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, wrecked him up like, and after that, I started bullying him for his canteen and all that. And I felt bad after a while and just, I think one day I must have gave him back something. I think I gave him back, because he was a good, he's a, see with me, I'm not a bad person, innit? If I see like you don't have no bad blood in you, I'll take back any bad thing I had towards you, innit? Like, it's as simple as that. But if I see that you're trying to, yeah, I'm, fuck that. I'm, if I see that behaviour, then you're, you're intriguing that behaviour inside me as well. But if you're showing me, bro, like, it's not that, no, bro. Like, then I'm going to be like, okay, bro. Like, it's just the energy you bring in it. All these shit starters, but when it's reversed on them, they can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, man. <coughs> so what else happened in the prison sentence? In prison sentence? The first one. How long was it? Um, 10 months due five. Because mm. ABH, robbery and ABH, and I was at 15, 16. So mm. I got 10 months due five. Um, and yeah, I was in the... Oh, another thing happened. Um, <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> but this is why you're why is all, you know, you remember. Yeah. And by this time, I think that time... I got moved to the I got to move to the wing where my brother was as well. So me and my brother, me and my brother, and a couple of like well known names from my area are all in the same wing. Chaos, and a, a, including certain official names from Brixton that went to my school. Like he was, um, like he was with us as well. So, like one time we was at the gym and it just hench this this guy looked like Tyson times three. <laughs> like, and he's, on top of that is Moroccan some Moroccan looking guy and he didn't speak English very well so you know his vocabulary is not his thing so he's come to me like now he's on the he's on the the put um the um, he's on the machine doing a chess machine and my brethren I'm not going to say his name because he's a famous rapper like he's come to him oh fam let me get let me get on the thingy and the guy goes what are you going to do? I'm busy. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's a lie. That's a lie. My bridge was on a weight pushing, but he's pushing like, <laughs> he's pushing feathers, isn't it? <laughs> so, the, so the big guy's going, you're not doing nothing. Get off. Like, and, my, and then my bridge is like, bro, like, no, nah, sir, I'm not getting off for nothing. But he's like, he's made my bridge feel in a way, isn't it? Like, so I've come to him and tell him, Roy, like, come on, leave him, man. Come, look how skinny he is, like, let him put his weight on, innit? Like, and the girl said, I don't speak English. I don't care. I'm like, this guy has a bit, but I didn't take it to heart. Like, because it wasn't nothing, really. But now we're in, no, no males, yeah, we've got that alpha eagle. So we're in, the, we're in the shower now, yeah, and all the prisoners are there talking about it. And my brother just come back from, he come out, he's in the shower as well. So we're all in the shower, and the, the guy that's, Done all this is not there, innit? But we're all in the shower, with all the boys in the shower, and they're all trying to, everyone's just sat and just, just chatting bag of shit, saying, Rah, you know, done, you know, where, where, was chatting shit to your brother. I'm looking at them thinking, like, it wasn't that deep, though. Like, <laughs> and like, it's like, they made it something, it's not in it. So now, my brother, you cannot say that to my brother, because my brother is not that guy, innit? Like, even if he said, like, Rah, so and so, like, looked at your brother wrong, he's going to want to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? So he's come to me like, raw. Like when we see my man next time, smack him in his jaw, innit? Do you know how big this guy is? 
this guy is massive. Like, but with me, I'm not really, I want, I'm not, a, I want a faithful guy at all. So when my brother say, oh, smacking his jaw when he's next, next time we see him, that was the plan. Because that's what we do, innit? So we're in a thing now. We're in um, the gym. And then um, this guy started doing his warm-up. So he's running around the gym. He's doing a warm-up first round. I looked at him. I never had the confidence to do it then. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> like, he's, he's running like, like he's, it's like he's ready. He's running away. So I'm, I didn't have that confidence at the time. Second round, he, I'm like, hmm, let me wait for the first round. Maybe you'll forget. Maybe we'll be, I'll catch him off guard. So the first, so my brother's looking at me. I can see that he's looking at me like, oh, if you don't, yeah. <laughs> and like, you got all the other man in his all back there, lining up his all, like waiting for the, for the act, isn't it? So the third round, I must have, remember, this is not my fight, you know? This is my bedroom's fight, really. It's nothing to do with me, like, but my bedroom is not built for that fight. So this is what we, this is the thing with me now. If my friend ain't built for something, I'm not going to put him into it. I'll step into it for him, innit? Like, that's what you call brotherly love, innit? So he's, he's, like, so I stepped in for my, for my guy now. And then this, this guy's third round, he got the, got the, the third time. I must have banged him. And it was like a little, and it was a hard punch. But like, the guy held his first out this year, looked at me. Luckily, everyone was on standby, innit? <laughs> it was that like fighting the, uh, the Incredible Hawk fan. <laughs> no, seriously. No, seriously. No joke of a lie. It was that like fighting the Incredible Hawk. Like, after, we, after I hit him, it didn't budge, it didn't do nothing, okay? My brother had a broom, whacked him with a broom. He's still walking towards us, trying to, my other brother whacked him with something else. My brother got the weights and slapped it on his jaw. Like, oh. I got the weight, smacked it on him. We were just doing the most to him. And this guy was not going down. <laughs> he was not... Seriously, he was still trying to fight through, like... But, like, we just ended up writing him off, like... And eventually, we got the better of him, didn't it? Like, we well, eventually, up, eventually. After the yeah. weights, the broom, <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen sink. Yeah. Yeah, eventually, we got the better of him. And good... But a good thing on his behalf, because Joe got dislocated and everything, he basically got... Like, he really got... Like messed up in it, he got he came out early, he got early release. He got I think he came out soon after, after that happened to him, he, he got released. So in a way, he kind of he did all right out of it. Yeah, but <laughs> 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 like, yeah, man, we had this, even even adult adult Joe as well. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit adult Joe was a bit. Before you get to adult jail, what was your life stories before adult jail? So you've come out of juvie. Come out of juvie, that's when I tried to do the um, entertainment thing. And it didn't work out. Soon after I got, sh- soon after that, I got shot. What were the circumstances leading up to that? Are you able to say? Um, basically, it's just family, family trees, isn't it? Say that, like, this is what f- people don't get, yeah? Peckham, for me, well, Peckham boys, my generation, I'm not talking about any other, any other Peckham boys, just my generation specifically especially the ones that I recruited and everything. That was like my family, in it, outside of my family home. So, like, and on top of that, you got my cousins and that, that were family and family friends. And some of them were Peckham boys as well. So there was clash um, of personalities, in it? And so the Ivorians were clashing with the Peckhamies, my, 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 the Peckham family. So now it became a thing where I had to pick a side, didn't it? 
And as much as I didn't want to be on this side, I had to be on this side. Like, I really, I'll be honest with you, the reason why certain things didn't, like, didn't favour this side because I didn't want this side hurting this side. Mm. Like, that's my first love, innit? I had no love for this side. I was only on this side by bloodline, innit? And default, whatever you want to call it. So it was like, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit traumatic for me, if truth be told, because it's like everyone on this side is willing to go and ride out on this side and this side is riding on this side and I, and me, I'm doing it half-heartedly because I don't want this side harmed, in it, mm. Like, at all. Like, even after I got shot, I didn't want this side harmed because see what they've, see what this side's done for me. Like, personally, I'm a grateful guy, innit? Like, so... I was going through racism, like family, my mom, everybody. That is, I even got, I even had one day where me and my friend was trapped in a house, like, and there was like people outside saying that we're gonna burn your house, and we're gonna kill you all. You are not coming out this house today. Trapped in the house. Yeah, trapped in, trapped in my friend's mom's house. Like, and he had to, his dad had to call, like, his nephews and that, which were Peckham boys, to come down to actually back it for us. And this time I was still too young, so. When they came down and we ended up catching them, the people that was responsible for all that, and a few people got put in intensive care, like nothing to glamorise at all. And and on top of that, the people that was doing the racism ended up moving out of Bermondsey. You know what I'm saying? So in a way, I own them boys, innit? Like, so my family didn't do that for me. I can't, I can't, it's like, on the street level, they, they could, I couldn't pick a side, innit? But I was on that side. You know what I'm saying? So it was like very traumatic for me in a way because it's like I'm seeing mandem like and my family just beefing. It was just it was just I just found it shit, if mm. truth be told. Like it wasn't appealing that. So after I got sh- after that after that happened, it was like more like uh, yeah, after that happened, it was more after I got shot, it was more like Where were you when you got shot? Where where was I? Yeah. Um this is what happened, yeah. I'll be honest with you, this is what happened. We was the day I got shot, I was meant to go to studio that day, yeah? Because we had a we had a, a um a group, a music group called Front Block. I was going I was meant to go to studio that day. And by that day, we had two guns on the table. So I grabbed the two guns here and said, right, I'm rolling with the nine I'm rolling with the nines in it. And because we're going to a studio in ghetto, which is the opposite side. And that guy who I was with, my brethren, rest his soul in peace. He's like, nah, I ain't not getting in my car with that. Rare, rare, rare. This and that and that. I'm like, raw, like, do you know who you, <clears throat> do you know who you are? Like, you know you're meant to be a member of a gang and you're going to a, <clears throat> you're going to ghetto and you want to go empty-handed. He's like, nah, forget, forget that, rare, rare. So I looked at him, with a, I cut my eye at him. I looked at him, cut my eye at him. It might happen, if anything happens to you, if anything happens, I'm going to hold you responsible. So I grabbed my knife instead. And put it in my pocket. And then went studio, finished studio. And then we go into, what's it called? We go into, what do you call it? Peckham now to drop one of the boys off. And as we got into Peckham, I see someone waving a, a gun. And I I'm, see me and that guy is my, is my, is my brethren. It was my brethren at the time, innit? Like, so I'm telling, I, I, I told him, that, but at the time, he's my brethren, but me and him was going for a little... Power, real power tripping, isn't it? Because we were the two 
powerhouse of our generation, isn't it? So, like, even before that, me and him had a little thing on the, on the boat, on, yeah, there was a boat part where me and him had a thing. I'm not going to go into, into, into it about that, but that boat party kind of like sparked a lot of things, isn't it? Like, in, in a way where leading towards when I got to the thing, and on top of that, my cousin, ex, he was another guy that used to just fight everybody, in it. So, the previous week, he had a fight in Burgess Park with one of the OGs, like, and, and it didn't make us look good, if truth be told, that, like, because, like, he was fighting this, this OG, and basically, like, I told everyone not to join in, innit? And these are older people than me. I told them not to join in, no one joined in, I flicked up my knife, no one joined in, and no one joined in. And then, my cousin was, like, the other guy was getting a bit of my cousin, and I, I joined in. So, one of my oldest must have kicked me up the ass. Like, and then I punched him as well. So, automatically now, I'm labelled, um, what's the word, unruly. Like, like, no manners. Like, I don't have no respect. That's how I was labelled uh, after that day, innit? So, coming, leading towards the day um, I got shot now, like, the guy, the guy was waving his strap and then, I'm shouting, oh, Pusio, what did I tell you I want to do next time I see you waving straps around real bad, man? I was going to confiscate, innit? Some, oh, 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 I never knew it was you. Like, I thought it was Ghetto Boys, and you pull it away. And then, that's happened. So I'm thinking, cool, innit? Like, I was dropping off my, bread, my other brethren, and then some of the OGs come. I don't know what's going on. I'm thinking, why are the OGs coming? And me and one of my OGs was doing business, innit? So he's asked me for grub. And, like, he's asked me for his money for the grub, innit? And, like, I'm like, bro, I ain't finished, innit? I like, just wait till I finish. I'll run that back. And that's the honest truth, fam. I'd never, I'm, I'm not a thief, innit? I'm a robber if I'm going to do something, innit? So that was not for me to hold back money on it. That was not my plan, innit? Like, so I'm like, so I didn't take that to heart, innit? So I'm like, come on, man. When man's done, even though there's a lot of tension going on between the two circles, I told him, like, when man's done, I'll hit you up, innit? But, I don't know what happened f- between that, between that communication where they thought it would be all right to just take the piss and just shoot me in the back of the head. Jesus. What? Yeah. Wow. So were you in the car at this point? I was in the car in the back, of, in the back seat. <sighs> yeah, I was in the back seat of the car, yeah. And so where was and then the, the... the... And one of the other old, olders must have went to... The guy that was talking to me, he was on this side, didn't it? The side that I was on, talking to me, innit? So and he was then, on your left-hand side? That's, that's him. That, yeah, he was, my, he was on my left-hand side talking to me. And then, and some next guy, another older that was there, he was at them trying to take the car key out. And I, I switched for that, innit? I said, now, Rod, if you can do that when I'm in the car, fam, you can't take the car key when I'm in the car. That cheeky me. And then, as soon as I finished that sentence, bow. I thought I got gumbucked, innit? Like, if truth be told. What's gun back? Pistol whipped. Pistol whipped. I thought I got okay. pistol whipped. So I, I've jumped out the car, chasing the whole block down. Like, and everybody ran off in it. Like, and then, and my, because obviously you would run off if someone just got shot in the head and he's running after you, you would run off, like, automatically. So, like, that's happened now. And then everyone's run off and everything. And then my brethren that was driving is come behind me. He's like, fam, are you right? Are you right? So, Dickhead, try and gumbut me. He said, nah, sir. You got shot in the head. Are you sure you're okay? And then that's when my vision, my oh. hearing, 
everything started changing, innit? And I, the thing that kept me going is the fact that, remember, it's the thing that, uh, remember, uh, how can I put it? Remember, we all won, we all won circle, innit? So the people that was on that side that got, where I got shot were my friends. Mm. They weren't strangers. So any one of my friends could have just told him that, nah, louder, stop that. Anyone could have done that. But no one did, did, innit? Like, so I'm there holding my hand on my head, yeah, because this is all I had, this is what I was doing. Holding my hand on my head saying, raw, Styler was there, Styler was there, just raging. Like, because that, that was my right hand guy, like, that used to do all the dirt for me. And he's there, like, I'm thinking, raw, that, so that kept me, my genuine pumping, innit? So I did not faint or nothing like that. Did so you go to the hospital? I went to hospital, and when I got to hospital, obviously I went in the ambulance. Um, they put me in a stretcher, which I was not knocked out, but they put me in a stretcher mm. uh, for safekeepings. And sorry, t- <laughs> safekeepings. They <laughs> 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 t- took me to hospital. Now I got hospital now. They're, I don't know what they're doing. They're looking in and whatnot, and whatnot. They put a badge on my head. If truth be told, they put a badge on my head. So they, they, bad- they bandaged yeah, you. Yeah, they bad- I couldn't yeah. do nothing at the time because it was still sore, innit? So mm. they couldn't do nothing at at the time. So they put a badge over my head. And sent me home. What? Yeah. So when they did that, I went back to the block where I got shot with my gun. <laughs> like, seriously. Why are they releasing you from hospital? Where, where did the bullet go? In the back, got lodged in the back of the skull of my head. Oh, it was in there? Yeah. So they bandaged the bullet still? Yeah. They didn't I, remove it? No, I didn't, I didn't get it removed. Cause get it removed? I didn't get it removed because it was just too, like, for me, it was, it was too, it was more complication than a solution. Is it still there now? Um, what I did hear from them that it would have dissolved after right. some time. After oh, some time. Oh, that's wow. nice. Like, so, yeah. So, what was that? What was that? You went so, back yeah. with your gun? Yeah, yeah I've, gone, I've gun. gone back with my gun now. And I see one of the olders that was there. That he's one of the olders that actually brought most of the people in, innit? From that side. So, he saw me. When he saw me, he said, Whoa. Obviously, he heard what happened, innit? So, he's run away, innit? When he saw me. Because he's thinking he's seen a ghost now. He's not, mm-hmm. seen, he's not seen a human being he's in, his, in his face, in his eyes. <laughs> so he's thinking, raw, like, he's ran, he saw me and ran off in it. And I think something, something told him to come back in it. So he's come back now. He started touching me, like, making sure I'm, it's me in it, not a ghost in it. He's saying, fam, it's you for real. Like, raw, do you know what? Like, you don't have to prove nothing to no one in Peckham, you know? As from today, you're the baddest man in Peckham. <laughs> like, you don't have to prove nothing to no one, bro. Like, don't, you don't need to. And I'm not going to lie to you, yeah. When you said that, because obviously when I got shot, I made a pact with God, innit? Like, because that's what you do when you're, in, you're facing death, innit? Like, after when my brother came and told me, you're raw, you know, you just got shot, innit? My vision, they started changing. And I made a pact to God. I said, raw, God, if you let me walk out of this one without no side effects, nothing, I'm going to forgive the person that shot me. I'm not going to come and kill him. Like, I swear that I, did, I, I, had, I had no attention to doing him any wrong. You know what I'm saying? I had no attention to that like, because. I got life in it. Like get God gave me life in it. Like the battle's with yourself in it, not with anyone else. So now he, so now that's happened. He's come to me, raw. Like yeah, he's come to me, raw. You know us from today. You, like you're the baddest man in Peckham. You don't have to put nothing to no one. And like it's kind of he kind of humbled me down when he said that in a way, and especially when I made that pack with God as well. Even though I was fighting, I was fighting against my my spirit for, with that pack in it, but like. Remember, on top of that, the thing was ongoing. So it wasn't just that happened and it was a squash. It was ongoing. So what happened now, I kind of, 
stop fucking with Peckham, innit? Mm. Like, how could you, like, how could you fuck with people that snaked you? Because man never came and shot me in the head and we spoke and we can, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a physical, it wasn't, it wasn't, what I, what they did, I can't rate, innit? Like, I, I don't rate that. And even if we squash beef or anything, we can never be friends, innit? Because you're, you lot are snakes. Like, you have to come from behind. Like, to me, it just don't make sense, innit? Like, I respect man that, that can actually stand face to face, especially if we're brothers, we're supposed to be brothers. You know what I'm saying like that 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 thing is it's a brotherhood really. So for you man to go behind man's back to be able to do that, then you lot ain't really brothers. You lot are just snakes and snakes playing snakes and ladders. That's what it was going on. Like there's no brotherhood going on there. Just snakes and ladders, and it's it's carrying and still a bunch of snakes and ladders going on in Peckham. That's what, that's all that's in Peckham. There's no brotherhood there. Don't don't ever think there's nothing anything like that going on there. But yeah, fam. This is absolutely mind blowing. So you got um, all this, all these beefs are going on, on, ongoing. But then you ended up in prison again. What what was the circumstances of that? Um, I went, I've been in prison about five, six times. Okay, oh. yeah. let's let's just do the second time. Second time, yeah. I went second time. I went to jail. I think it was for a knife after I got shot. Yeah, after I got shot, I had a, a knife that I was running around with, and obviously. Someone snitched on me, obviously, and told the trident that, oh, yeah, this this guy is running around with a knife and rah, rah, rah. So you had gun, like, basically armed response. I was making my way to my house one day and I had armed response after me. And uh, they just, and I had, and I had, I had a, I think, a box of weed as well. Um, So, like, I wasn't, f- and the knife here was least of my problems at the time because. I wasn't thinking about the knife. I never thinking I had a knife. I'm thinking, right, I got a, a kilo of weed I need to get rid of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to nick me for that. So I managed to run around and blah, 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 get rid of the weed and everything. So I try and play innocent. Why are you always chasing me and all put my hands up and everything? And for them to grab me and hold me and put me down and all that and tell me, yeah, this is what we was chasing you. And show me the knife. And basically they're saying that, raw. someone has said that you're walking around with a knife, looking for revenge. Like, and Were you? I wasn't. No. Honestly, I wasn't. That was just my own personal self-perception. So someone snitched on you. Yeah, someone snitched on me, but it's not about he's snitched or he's not, but it's just someone did, didn't it? Mm. Like, not to say I know he did, but someone did. But, um... What did you get for that one? What, for the knife? Yeah. Man, I got 21 days. 21, 21 days. days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my best friend hated me yeah, because he was in there when a gun charge I think he got five years due to due two and a half and I had 21 days and we was next door so I'm smoking weed at my window blowing it uh, <laughs> blowing in the hallway so I got 21 days to go <laughs> singing a soul solitude and he's there got two and a half years to go oh. <laughs> so <laughs> short timer <laughs> yeah man he's yeah he's I only got 21 days basically what I noticed yeah when anything like that happened, what I noticed, what the what the um, what they tend to do, what the system tend to do, they tend to put the the victim in prison, so he calms down, so there's no retaliation. Mm. By the time oh. you come out, your heart is already humbled, in it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, in a way, I think that was the I think that was the thing because I'm not the only person it's happened to. A lot of my friends that's been shot or stabbed or something, they end up going to prison, like on a recall or something. 
Like that's just to calm them down before they're back in society. Because if you're out and you're in society and you've got this, just something just happened to you, like your head is not going to be in the right space, right place, and then you're going to probably do some things that you might regret in the future. Yeah. What percentage of your friends have been shot or stabbed? Percentage of my friends? Um, to, not, a, not a high percentage. Really? If truth be told. The only reason why, because we were the one doing the stabbing. Right. Like, that's the only reason why it wasn't a high percentage. Like, because Peckham was known for stabbing people. And, like, I don't know, it was that... See, when we came in, we came in... Because we came in as underdogs, innit? Mm. Like, Brixton was really running the show. Um, Get was really running the show. See, my generation, we're the one that took it off them, innit? And gave it to Peckham. Like, it's us, innit? It don't belong to no one but us, innit? Like, it's our gen- my generation, our generation that made that happen. But um, before that, it was just... Yeah, people were just like we was yeah, we was doing most of the stabbing. The only time people started the stabbing started becoming in house when we started not worrying about the other side, it started worrying about ourselves when drugs came in the picture. Mm. See when drugs came in the picture, when drugs were the topic, it was like more like we were like it's in everything was just in house, so everyone's war with each other now. So it was a drug it was turf war now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was a bit yeah, it wasn't really nice to see. The, uh, the way the jet dynamic changed, it wasn't nice. So after the 21 days then, mm. who were you clicked up with after that? After that, um, come out of jail and basically, obviously, I had, remember, I was still kind of like rolling, because after, before, let me tell you, before I got, sh- after I got shot, I was still rolling with the people I was with the day I got shot. And I, I never went home for three days after I got shot. Like I didn't go on for three days after I got shot. So for three days, I was out on the streets, even though I fully in my heart didn't want to take vengeance because of the pro I made with God. But at the same time, I had that in the back of my, no, my street mentality in the back of my head wanted a piece of, a piece of it, but not really. Like, so that just kind of like, after that, I just, my bridges, my bridges from, some of the, like basically my bridges from Peckham, just different parts, because with me, I never really, I, what's the word? Even though I was, we was repping Peckham, but really and truly, we was really repping Southwark, because I, my generation, I recruited everyone from around the local areas. So it wasn't Peckham, it was Southwark really, but we named, named it Peckham because he had um, the biggest name. Mm. Like, so I made everyone scream at Peckham. But, it wasn't all Peckham. <coughs> and then, yeah. Yeah, what was I saying? After, yeah, after I got shot, it was just... What, what was going on with Breaker at that time? In and out of jail. He probably he's got shot as well a few times. Shot a few people. He just... We was going through wars, innit? Wars, innit? And well, the, thing, shoot- the key point for me personally was when... After the third day of getting, sh- of, after the third day of being out and about, of and not returning back to my mum's, my mum's house, there was some, one, some of my friends in it that came to me. About four of them came to me and said, "Raw, them boys you're with, yeah, they're not riding with you. They're not protecting. Not they're, they're not. They're a bunch of wallies in it. They're gonna get you killed, or they're gonna get themselves killed. Like get away from them and come with us and let's go back to, like, let's go back home in it to Bermondsey in it. Like so we end up going back to Tabard." 
and relocating and re-establishing ourselves. Isn't it? So we just locked the drug game there, and basically, like we was was playing def- defense more than offense. So we just defending rather than offensing. So yeah, that's because I'm, I'm not gonna lie. As much as I, I like violence and not that I like it, but as much as I was. I, I enjoyed enjoyed it because I'm a sporty person so violence means like a sport like fighting is like a sport so as much as I enjoyed all that it wasn't when it comes to like real life situations it wasn't something to actually glamorise in it like when it's all fun and games when you're young and all that it's cool but when you realise that raw lives are at risk like people can die from this mums are going to be hurt from this like it's just certain things start triggering and thinking raw like do you know what this is a waste of my movement that we're doing. So it was like, I kind of like, as much as I was still dabbling, I was trying to dabble out. Like, but you know, and one thing I do know about the game, don't ever try and leave the game full-hearted straight away like that. Gradually leave it alone, innit? Like, because if you, more time when you do try and fully leave it, it's still unsolved shit on, that you ain't solved, innit? And if you leave it unsolved, it will catch you up when you're not ready, innit? It's going to mm. follow you, yeah. Yeah. So I made sure like before that I just... Tied all the loose yeah, ends, yeah. Tied all the loose ends because, yeah, I don't want to be walking around looking over my shoulder. It's, that's not really... That's not my thing, is it? What happened during the ghetto Brixton beef? Ooh. <laughs> ghetto Brixton beef. Uh, from, uh, how can I pull it? There was two oldest from my ends that was really leading that. Now, I'm not going to name them because... I ain't got no permission from them for, them for me to name them. But they were like the forefathers of, of that beef. And, um, but, but we were the like, remember, they were, they were the fathers of the beef, but remember, they're not, they're not, they're not approaching the team with their generation. So, they're leading, they're leading Peckinboys, but they're not leading Peckinboys with Peckinboys their age. They're leading Peckinboys with Peckinboys way younger than them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Way younger than them. So it's like they're basically our godfathers in a way because they're older than us and all this other stuff. But there weren't no one their generation around them. Like, if truth be told, no one their generation was really around them. Like, probably on the block and smoking weed and doing whatever they're doing. But to actually come out on the field with them is very rarely, only a few times, isn't it? When we actually called for elders to come to defend us against the Brixton. At one time, there was a Brixton madness with Ben and Jer- is it Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, it's a part. They used to be what a the rave. ice cream. Huh? Yeah, there's another ice cream, Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. It was a rave called Ben and Jerry's. This is give us Ben and Jerry's inside, isn't it? That's oh, sweet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah, so there was a rave called Ben and Jerry's, and that rave was like Peckham's come up, innit? That was really and truly Peckham's come up. That rave, this is what happened inside. Inside the rave was. An MC competition, dance competition, and another competition, and we won all of the competitions in it inside. So what our talent was official, and outside of that rave, there was Brixton boys on one side, and Peckham boys on one side. But Brixton boys outnumbered the Peckham boys by God knows how much numbers. So the Peckham boys that was out there, like. Was they were really outnumbered, but guess what? My brother was out there that day, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the wrong person to have out there, even if you're outnumbered. From so, what he decided to do 
He just he decided to go in the crowd of Brixton boys and fight them all. And they're all helmeting him. They're they're sm- I reckon they smashed him. I wasn't there, but I can only imagine what happened. In it. I think they must have written him off, innit? Like and like and and obviously these batches, the batches all that was there, the Peckham boys that was there, I think they got they got beat up as well. They must have when you think about it. But after that happened now, we called the older lot from our from our um ends from Peckham. And they came down now and after that certain things happened that changed everything. Like obviously I can't say certain things, but certain things happened like yeah, critical conditions and that that made basically Peckham become the number one gang to fear. Like, and wow. on top of that, my brother that I was talking about, he used to always he's he's immune to going around Bricky Boys and beating them all up. But that was his thing. He used to, I don't want to name names, but he used to go outside their schools with his girlfriend and say, you, 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 I fight all three of you and beat them all up like for his girlfriend. Like that's the kind of guy, <laughs> that's the kind of guy he was, isn't it? Mm. Like, so that kind of changed the di- dynamic of stuff, isn't it? When, um, when Ben and Jerry happened and when we won all the competition inside and outside, like, one of some bricky, one the gang, one of the ringleaders in Brooklyn, Brixton, got comatose, didn't it? He was in a coma. He was in a coma for a while. Mm. Like and yeah, like it was just and with the ghetto side, it was just trips of ghetto, wasn't it? Just, just a trip up in ghetto, just, just backwards and forward, didn't it? Like you know what you know what you do when you go on a and when you go on a field trip, you're gonna be active in it on the field. Mm. So that's what really was happening. Uh, and yeah, I wouldn't really, but I wouldn't glamorize none of the thing we did because it was stupidity because there was, n- there was no meaning to what we was doing. Like, it wasn't a thing where we was actually doing it for a cause. Like, it was a cause that none of us knew for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't, so with that, with the Peckham and um, with the ghetto beef, me personally, I wasn't too much into it myself. But what I what I was because obviously I was different generation to most of them. So, but what I did do, like, see, because I lived in Bermondsey, isn't it? So, before anyone from what do you call it from Catford, Lewisham size, and anything, before they leave to go to their side of the fence, they have to drop off at Bur- at Waterloo, and then that's where I used to catch them slipping, all of them. And me, I don't really need a gang with me. I never been the kind of guy that will call my gang and say, "Yeah, look, this guy's here." Right, right. I never been that guy. If I see you. Don't know how many of these are there. Like, I'm gonna line you all up and take all your goods. That's that was my thing in it growing up. Like, I was a, I don't know I was savage like that. I used to always line up like the opposite side and take off, take my bag, and then whatever you got, whatever you got, whatever you got. Whatever you got. That's like, that was just what I used to do. Now like, I don't know. It wasn't glamorous, but it's just I came from a poor background to yeah. begin with. So I came from a background where my mom used to, my parents gave me fifty p to go to school. That's only till year seven. After year seven, I got, I got fuck all because I was too naughty. So I had to make it for myself, innit? But by that time, I knew the game anyway. I, I was selling packet. I was selling crisp and all that mm. in school and all that. I was, yeah, I was just, I just found my way, innit? But, um. What about during the Trocadero days? Wow. <laughs> them days. Them days was the fun, probably the funnest days of our, of, of our, of our lives, man. If truth be told, because it was just, like it was fun because we used to take the 
We should all link up at Elephant Castle, take a number 12 to, um, what do you call it? To Chuck Daryl and just cause a mayhem. Just cause mayhem, like, cause mayhem in a whole of Chuck Daryl. Like, everybody was getting touched up. So remember the time when Matrix phones was out? Matrix phones? Matrix phones, yeah. <laughs> See the Matrix phone days? It was Matrix. Oh, sorry, the ones that slide up. I just yeah, the one that yeah. was in Matrix film. Neo had, no. I think. But see them times, like it was mainly Chinese that had them phones in it. So there was a lot of Chinese people getting hurt. Getting like, I remember that getting robbed, yeah. yeah. I remember them times it was trials that was running the show as well. So we kind of like, in a way, ran them out of the game as well. Because Triad left the games when we came in the picture. So like Chuckadale was just a, f- it was just a fun place to be in. Like Chuckadale for me started off with, it didn't start off with the gang to begin with. I started off going Chocadero with estate friends. Like, like me and the Nixon that we used to go Chocadero, chirps and girls. That's how it started to begin with. And then as we got, as we there, certain things are happening, events are happening where different parts of, of London are coming and joining up in it. So crazy events used to happen, like little f- crazy fights used to happen. A lot of madness used to happen. So when it got to like the stage where Man became part of the gang now. Man kind of like brought that to the table in a way. Chocadero became a thing for us. Like, so we used to go Chocadero every so often and just cause mayhem. Like, cause I grew up on a phone robbery days. So, a lot of phones used to get robbed. And the way we used to, the way we used to do it, we used to just go Chuck, go um, West End on, 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 on bus and walk back down. Like, does that makes sense? So, on our way back down, we're robbing everyone and anyone. Right. Like, and what we, because there were so many of us, what we did, like, one person, see if the people on the, on the outskirts, if you rob a phone, you go in the middle or just, or the circle. So, so, you just snatch it out of their hands. Snatch it out of their hands and you go in the middle of the, of the, cir- or the circle. Oh. So, nobody can come towards you. Do you know what I'm saying? So, it was like, it was very tactical, like, in a way. Not glamorizing it, but it's very tactical. Like, did you have anyone try to fight back? Loads of people trying to fight back. But what, what happens do? when you fight back? If you, what happens if you fight back against a team of, let's say, thirty people? Like, could you imagine what would happen to you? Get knocked out. Yeah. Like, so I don't. Yeah. It's, obviously, there's a few people, Chinese guys. There's a few people that try to deal with that kung fu. They try to deal with that, but we weren't faced by any of it because we had we had we had knives in it, so. Like, when I see knives with 12 boys surrounding them, like, I think they would just drop the thing and just say, okay, you don't have that, and I'll go. You know what I'm saying? What was your third prison then? My third? Would I go... Would I go to jail for the third time? Um, probably, I think probably weed or something. Mm. Like, most of my charges wasn't... Major charge because what, what I tend to do is uh, one thing as well because I was a, I was a drug dealer in it, petty estate drug dealer, not no big time drug dealer. I was just sell drugs on the estate, nothing special. But um, what I tend to do more time when p- police come and arrest me or something, like I'll fight them and get and get in like actually that's what it was. It was an ABH shot. It was um assault police assault charge. Um, I'll fight them and get rid of the drugs that way. Like, so if I'm fighting them, I'm not really, I'm not really concentrating on them. I'm concentrating on 
getting get rid, rid of my drugs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm fighting them. I'm looking for where's a wet patch, where's like where's something in it where I can dash this shit away. And more time, that's how I got away with a lot of stuff. So instead of getting a drug charge, I'll get like a uh, like a police assault or some something silly that I'll end up doing. Does that six carry weeks less for. than a drug charge usually? Yeah, on the level that man was on, like if you bite his hands, like you try and put his hand in my throat, I'm gonna bite his hands. So all the time in, in America, <laughs> in America, it'd be the other way around. Yeah, but in the UK, if you, it's assault, if you assault a cop in America, you are fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I wouldn't glamorize it, guys. Don't try and sort feds and police and think <laughs> it's all right. It's not because you'll face some time. Yeah. Mm. What about the fourth prison then? The fourth prison. Which one was the fourth one? Um, so in the copper again? It might have been, you know. <laughs> no, it might have been. Because I think, yeah, it might have been. Because after that, it was just my two drug offences. Mm. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it was the same thing, similar thing. How long did they give you for that sort of charge? For assaulting police officers. At the time, well, I don't know. But Let's at the time... Back. It's probably different these three, days, but... Six months I got on one, and f- six weeks I got on one. Anything crazy happened during those times in prison? Um, yeah, there was a lot of writing in, in jail at one point on Christmas on Christmas Day. Over what? Um, not banging up on Christmas Day. Mm. Like you, you can't blame them, innit? Mm. Like, so, um, but the only thing I didn't like about that riot is um, a, a female officer got injured didn't it mm. oh. which I can't really you can't really glamorise isn't it that's just at first it was all yeah let's do this isn't it but when one of the it's always a dickhead in the batch isn't it someone mm. decides to pick up a chair and from a, from the from the first floor dash at the t- at the thing is yeah. stuff mm. that just that spoiled everything it took the fun out of what we was doing like it was no more fun I was like right like that's a violation now mm. nah, but that was that was an event that was very epic because the same day that happened, I think half everyone, nearly enough everyone that was involved got shipped out to jail. That same day delivery. Like no, the next day, same day. They put special bus in the jail to ship people out. They didn't want everyone thinking it's all right to do anything like that. Did it, How did they put the riot down? How did they put it down? Um, I think... Obviously, more stuff came, but people got a bit bored after a while. Mm. That's what happens. With got rats. a bit bored. Yeah, you get bored after a while. What is? What else is there to do? Mm. There's only so much rice. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. Like, you, it's not like you can't. It's not like you can go to the shop or anything like that. You can't do none of that. So you're still on the same wing. You're still behind your. You're still next to your cell. You're not doing nothing special. You're just on the wing doing what. So eventually, everybody just went back to the to the cell, innit? Mm. Did you get any beefs with uh, guards? Ah. <laughs> I didn't really I wouldn't say beef with them but I was not a fan of of prison officers innit and I wasn't I wouldn't say I was a threat I wasn't a threat either but I just wasn't a fan of them I was just like you're an officer I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a convict so let's just keep that barrier like let's just not try and cross the two and try and pretend we something we're not like because a lot of people tend to try and cross the two and then when they see that the officers it does stuff and dodges them because it's their job, isn't it? So what do you expect from them? That's, just, that's why I tend not to try and cross the two. So I used to have a lot of, yeah, I used to have a lot of arguments with officers, mainly over shower. 
You'll never believe it. Because see with me, I never see when I'm into you, I don't really like I don't play I don't play games. I don't play pool, I don't play I don't play games in, in prison, innit? I I've, I've got a thing like bro, like I have to be alert at all time, innit? So for me playing a game, it's like putting my cards down. So I didn't really play games, I just like unless I'm in my cell playing cards or with them or I'm in a safe cell playing cards, I don't play games. So yeah, one time the prison officer must have told me told me, yeah, you can't go in the shower, last shower, you can't go in the shower. And I looked at him, he knows this is all I do, innit? He <laughs> 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 goes, this is all I do, bruv. And like, and he said me, nah, you're not coming in the shower, you're standing beside the door, like, you're not getting the shower. So I just, me and him got into it, and like, it was just, yeah, it was a hench African man as well. So we got into it, but my, luckily for me, my best friend was in the wing, the guy that I was talking about. He was in the wing, so he managed because the, the screw that um was in the wing as well. He knows both of us, isn't it? Like, and the, the screw was cool, my best friend as well. So my best friend managed to like talk him and together, like talk us both, like to settle our differences. But um, but after that, I wasn't allowed to stay in the same room as him because I was just, I was waiting for an opportunity. Yeah, but yeah. How many times did you go to block? Who you mean? Yeah. I, you know what? I don't really, like I said, I'm not really a kind of, I'm not of an offender that goes, I'm not one of them guys that just acts like a madman in jail. But man's been blocked a few times for a few fights, but I'm not the guy. You I seem relatively calm. Isn't huh? it very calm? Yeah. Yeah, you're very no, I am, calm, I'm, very polite. Yeah. Like, really yeah, but like, do you know what the funny thing that is? See, like 15, 20 years ago, I never had vocabulary to be talking to you like this. Yeah. I couldn't. My vocabulary was so... Like messed up, like I couldn't. You, you wouldn't say I'm calm. Mm. Like them times, I actually basically teach myself in prison yeah. these behaviors, like these, because I wanted to be, I wanted to do better in it. Yeah. Like so, when you want to do better in life, you try in it. So it's only when you don't want, when you're comfortable with what you're doing, you just don't do enough. You don't do enough about it. Imagine people watching this and seeing you so calm, and they're thinking like they can't imagine you like being in the mix like yeah. this. But yeah, obviously it's all true, but you've come so far. And um, what about being in prison with Yami? Oh, that's my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> Yo, shout out, unks. <laughs> yeah, Yams is a man. Like, um, yeah, obviously, see me and Yam, like, it's like, he liked me, yeah, because I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's heard about me before he yeah. met me, but he liked me, innit? So with me, I'm like, I'm a sucker for love. Mm. Like, so if someone shows me love, I'm going to show it back. Mm. So Yam showed me love in it, and for OG like that to show me love, it's only right that I showed love back. And Yam was, he's always one of them guys. He's always told me like, look, nephew, anyone troubles you, my account, my put the money in my account, business is handled. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's my guy in it. Like he was that guy. Like even though I could handle my own and whatnot, but certain times you might have someone another way, you might have someone different, you might not be able to get to certain people. But um, luckily, I never had no issues in jail like that. Well, not well, not to that extent. On the, I, on that that sentence, I was with Yami. The only issue, major issue, I had was with somebody and very no name, like in the crime. You know that the crime family, mm-hmm. in like very well name, no name. But um, his story, my his story is a bit nuts because we we ended up we started off as good pals like. And I don't know what happened. I think somebody from my ends, from my area, 
was in the gym with him, was working with him at the gym because he was working in the gym. And I don't know what he was saying to him, but he was bad name, bad mouth for me. So he's come on the wing one day, just acting different. Like, and I'm trying to figure out why is he acting different. But anyway, that day I was rushing. And I was rushing to the queue in it. Like, and um, he was in the queue and I pushed in front of him. Like, remember, these are my OGs. These are people that who I, who I used to probably read about and all that. You know what I'm saying? No, they say um, like idols become rivals sometimes. So he's looked at, he's um, in the queue and I kind of pushed in front of him, like trying to get my food quick. And then, because I just come up from the gym as well. And then time I was a bit, I was had a little size on me. So obviously, we, I assume as a brother at the time, so he's come back and he's basically grabbed me and then moved me back out of the way, innit? I didn't see nothing of it, innit? Because we were, we were like family, innit? Practically. So now, after he's done that now, but he's done it, but I didn't think at first, I didn't think nothing of it, but when I'm standing there, I can see his body structure, he feels like he's the man now. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, I thought it was brothers. Mm. I thought it was like, you're not sure, this is not, it felt a bit, it felt a bit awkward. So like, my face is a bit dead straight now, my face is screwed now, because I'm thinking about the scenario now. So he's telling me, he's telling me, raw. Like, have you... He goes, raw, because like, obviously when I, went, when I went in dinner queue, I pushed someone's... I dropped someone's food by accident, innit? So he must have asked me, raw, you dropped my man's food, innit? But I never heard what he said. So he said... So I said, what? We're screw face, like. And he looks at... Um, um, uh, uh, I'm saying, you drop, did you drop my man's food? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what he did after that? He grabbed my head to whisper in my ear. He goes, look, you're my brother and everything, but... Don't ever speak to me in that tone again. Where I'm from, you don't do that, bro. Who are you? Don't care who, don't care what family you're from, fam. You don't work like that. So I'm saying, so I push his hand and say, what? What are you telling me, really? You know what I'm saying? What are you saying to me? Because like, you're not telling me nothing but drama right now. So what are you saying to me? He's saying, shh, don't make noise. Like, like, I said to you, you know, I said to you what I said to you. I'm like, right, this guy's a professional at this. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm like, okay. Because I've never, remember, I've, I've always, for me, fighting was been a walk in the park. I've always been on the, on the winning street, on the winning stream, innit? So, like, he's like, the way he's acting, I'm like, bro, this guy might try, he might try to turn me over. Like, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> the way he's so professional about it, fam, he's not a small guy either. He's, and then I know, known for, for cage fighting and all that. He's Cody, his best friend, whatever. Like, that man, he, basically, he was the strongest man in the jail. Like, and he's, his arm was out here. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say his name either because, like, he ended up getting involved in it and had to back out after a while. But I'm not going to say his name. But he's a very known gangster, isn't it? Like, so he's come to me now. Now, now the other, the, come to me, oh, like, I told you, my brother, but, I'll, but don't, don't, don't talk to me that way. It's like, no, no, listen, what are you telling me, innit? It's me, shh. Like, we can go to my cell in it. We can talk. We can do. We can do this my cell in it. So I, mean, I come and go then in it. So, like, see one thing with me. When someone one thing with me, see someone tries to get a, like once when a fight is about to happen, don't just walk to the fight. You'll get nervous if you do that. If you're walking both side to side, walking to the fight, you will get nervous. So what I tend to do, I'm dry, dragging him to the fight. You know what I'm saying? So my nerves is getting a bit su- suppressed in it. So he's pushed me like. Shh, Listen, stop making a scene, bro. Like, I told you, we're going to go to my cell, so let's go to my cell, innit? 
like, this guy's a professional. <laughs> like, he really knows how to do this. Like, it's me, I'm not going to get fucked out when I get in there. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> <laughs> so my dog's his cell now, <laughs> and he pretends to lock the door, because that's what you're meant to do. You're meant to lock the door so no one gets in. So he pretends to lock the door. I'm thinking he locked the door, innit? So, like, he goes to me, raw. You know, yeah, I like you and everything, but if it comes down to it, I'll fuck you up. That's what he said to me. He said, me too, I like you, but I'll fuck you up too. Like, <laughs> 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 like and then, I don't know, like, I think after I said what I said, he must have swung in it. So I must have ducked and, I don't know, like, I picked him up and then smashed his head against the wall. And I made sure I smashed his head against all the walls. There was blood on every one of his walls, stamped him out, like, I really ratted him off, like, to the point where his next door, yeah, was his, the big guy I was talking about, his next door, innit? He's coming to, he's coming to, you know, he knows both of us, innit? But that's his people. So he's coming to break the fight off, yeah? But when he's seen his, his bridge and how the state of him, he, uh, this is what he told me, he thought his guy was, his guy was dead, innit? Mm. So he's come out, out of emotion, innit? So he's trying to, he's trying to punch me, innit? But he, because I've got fast reactions because I'm small and all that. So I jump back now Obviously, I'm, I just waste a lot of energy and this guy's even bigger. So I'm like, I'm trying to style it out saying, right, what, two of these now, yeah? So I've gone back, walking back on myself, innit? Because what I did, when I got, when I moved to that wing, because I got, it's not my original wing. I came off a different wing to come to that wing because the wing I was on, I locked my wing in a way where I was selling spice and whatnot and whatnot. And basically, I was at Father Christmas because it was them times. So... <clears throat> And the, the guys on that on that wing had some new boys coming to the jail, innit? Who are more famous. So they're known on the road and they're known people. So he decided to take sides with them, innit? And they were like, it was a thing where basically no prison's like a it's like a it's like a what do you call it? It's still the fields, innit, in a way. It's still the fields, like meaning it's still like the street shit going on there. So He's, so the boys now, they've come out, they're, they're more, they're wealthy, they're wealthy prisoners, isn't it? They're prisoners that don't need certain things. They're, they've got money behind them, innit? So they're getting screws coming in with parcels and this and that and that. So, and I have to struggle to get people to go and get my parcels. So now, we're struggling now. So it's like, he, one of them must have sent someone on a visit to get a parcel. And now, when they come back now, I heard there's food on my wing and it's not, and I'm not involved because at the time it was like, raw anything that comes through, this, basically the Spice Boys have to get involved. You have to bust us, in it? You have to give us and say, yeah, you guys, this you lot's cut. And it didn't happen like that. So, but guess what? Most of the people that was part of that Spice Boys crew left the jail, innit? So it's like, raw like, I was kind of left to my own device, innit? So, I was trying to still hold it down for that, <clears throat> for that crew in it, but yeah, like so I kind of like said, no, nah, do you know what? You lot can't be having spice on the wing in it. So like, it doesn't work like that. Like you don't need to just you don't need to give man some if you don't want that. If you want that privilege, and they weren't trying to hear it. So I got one of my my next door, the guy that came with a, on a visit with the spice. I got my, my next, I went my next door to like, basically we spanned the wing, basically, looking for the guy that had the spice and find him in the, in the laundry room, luckily, because it was a perfect room. 
I found him in the laundry room and I stripped naked to find where the to find out where the grub was. Like and like <laughs> the things we do <laughs> like it's not even funny, like it's the things we do, like it's just that life is kind of traumatic, bro. Because mm. like and a, a grown ass man like stripping him naked to find what where his drugs was. And he didn't have the drugs on him. Uh-huh. So he he's his man who got embarrassed for no reason. Humiliating. Huh? Yeah, yeah. humiliating for no reason. So so I'm that uh, cool. So who's the big man? So I went to the big man that was meant to have set the thing up. So the big man now he's come to me. Uh, um, the big man is come to me. Right, like, right, man, ain't got nothing for you. Right, right, fam. Listen, it's not gonna work like that, is it? Like, this is how it's gonna work. Like, you lot are gonna give me something, innit? Or there'll be, or this will be an ongoing thing. And I think, if, I think eventually, remember, they got money, so it's not spicing that it wasn't their thing. Like, I'm coming from a different background to you guys, you get me? I need the money. Like, this is why I do this, isn't it? I don't do it because I want to be a fashion statement. It's not that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I needed the money, so, and so I, I was going for my money, innit? So, eventually, I think he clocked that raw. Like, it's not a thing where a man's trying to be gangster. Actually, it's a thing, innit? Like, this is what we do, innit? So he was saying, right, you know what, man, I respect your thing. So after bang up, I'll run you that. And after that, after they run my thing, guess what happens? After they gave me my thing, the screws now decides to move me off the wing, innit? So that's when I end up on the other wing, where all the official guys are. Because the person that was on my, the one that was running my wing was running the, off, the offices as well. He was the one. Yeah, he, he, brother, he had, a, he had a governor of the prison that was working for him for one of his... Um, nightclubs on road and that's the governor of the prison you know what I'm saying so I'm fucking with different levels <laughs> levels that I can't reach <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying so anyway he end up like he end up um, yeah he end up having to tell me yeah, he end up having to tell me like yeah you two got, you two basically got on the wing and then where was I that's myself <laughs> they moved you over to where yeah, the they, higher ups were yeah so they moved me up to where all the man all the man were in it and then that's when that fight happened in that wing in it mm. but see the guy who had a fight with was a very it's a brand name in it so after that fight he started making phone calls to find out who I am you know what I'm saying so now I'm talking road now so families on the road are in danger now you know what I'm saying because that's the kind of people you fuck with when you fuck with certain people so now, um, but I think they must have, I don't know who they're called, but they're called the right person because the person told them, look, that guy is not like, he's not affiliated like all of us, look, but he's a stand-up guy, in it. He'll stand for what he believes in. Like, and he don't, it's just, that's, that's him in a nutshell. Like, he won't, he's not going to try and budge. Like, if he believes in something, he'll stand for it. And I think they respected that. And I think one of them called me back, the main guy, like calling back to me, right? He wants to talk to me, right, right, right. So I come, me and him are talking, and the other guy who I beat up, he's trying to come in. Like, remember, these, they're the people that run the jail, innit? He's trying to come in. So now, but the other guy is telling, telling his version, fuck off, like, you see, I'm talking to you, I'm talking. So it's like, they put my hand, my rank is up. <laughs> so I'm like, he's you see, I'm talking to Donnie, like, just fuck off, innit? I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, right, that's your dog, like. You know what I'm saying? You don't have... I've seen pictures of you of AK-47s together and that. Like, but I'm like, okay, cool. So he's telling me that, Rod, you know what? I should have never got involved. Because what happened, after he tried to hit me, I, I ran on my side of the wing, innit? 
And bear in mind, before I got my wing, I basically, I locked my wing in it, basically. Drugs is drugs rules, isn't it? So I made sure that everyone on my wing was nice for drugs. So everybody on my wing was really underman in a way. So, and my wing was where all the, the multicolored people were, like the Asians and all that other stuff. So, and on that side was where more, there was more whites and blacks and whatnot. So, <clears throat> so he, so he's come, he's come back and told me that, right, he's, he's come and asked the people to come get me to talk to me, innit? So I come back, obviously I changed my shirt because there was blood on it. So I come back and I spoke to him. He's telling me that, right, like, and my man's trying to get in the room. He's telling my man to fuck off and all that. And I, he's telling me that, like, he's telling me that, like, right, sorry for what happened, innit? Like, I shouldn't have never got involved, innit? Like, Really and true, like you're a real, you're a real guy, innit? Like you've never said that we've done anything wrong, innit? Like and obviously, my man next door, he's always troubling people and this and that and that. And I should have known better, innit? Like if you want, you can go back in and finish him off. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's your people's, <laughs> like, and that's bullying now because you saw what I done to him, innit? So I'm like, no, 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 it don't work like that. Like you saw what I done to him. So for me to go back in there, that's like that's that's not my thing, innit? Like it's not. That's, uh, so I just left, I left it as that, and he, the guy that had a fight would come in, like, saying, raw like, like, basically came to squash, saying, raw sorry, like, my brother, he's my little brother, this and that and that. So it was like, see, with me, I don't, I don't hold grudges, like, like, because life is too short to you, like, so I'd never really held grudge with, regarding that. But yeah, luckily for me, someone that called, told him, like, raw my man's a stand-up guy, innit, so... If you're not doing what you're doing, know what you're doing, innit? Because he's going to fight for what he believes in. Mm. So, how did you turn your life around after all these prison sentences? Um, my last prison sentence was what actually brought me in a way, but I still didn't change my life around fully then. But um, it kind of, after I got that, after I got that case, I started doing work with like St. Mungo's, like homeless charities and like people with deprived backgrounds and everything. But, Soon after I went back to I went prison because I was still that case was ongoing. So when I went prison and I came out of prison, to be honest with you, obviously I went to go straight, but like I said, see one thing crime, see people like me at a high level, like of crime, especially for my area, I needed to, like when I when I went back in the community, I needed to know what was around. So the first thing I did is buy weed to sell weed. Like, so with weed, everybody smokes weed. So you know who's around you and what's around you and everything. So <clears throat> that just made me establish what it's about. And then after a while, I thought, do you know what? I need one shot at this year, which is, I just thought, do you know what? I built, a, basically I had a trap house. Like literally, I just come out of jail, I had a trap house where I was doing the most in there. Like, but... My mind wasn't settled. Like I was trying to, and there was two things I needed in my life. I needed a cleaner and a PA, like to organize my life, innit? Because being in being being in my what I was doing, doing what I was doing, when you're saying drugs, like you ain't really got time for certain things. So I knew what I needed to do with my life to for it to get better. So I hired a cleaner and a PA, and um, the PA now, yeah. This is a catch-23. The PA now, I gave her too much information about me. Too, too much. Too, 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 too much. She would, she know the information about my mom, my sister, because she's my personal assistant. So 
as a good boss, I end up, I end up what's the word? She ended up being my woman after because <laughs> she had too much information to go with. <laughs> so you had to keep her around. I had to keep her around. Was like too, that was too much information. Yeah. That, I remember one day I was sitting down and I was thinking, right, this girl's got so much information about me that like, I need to do something with it. Mm. And that's when I decided to make her my, my partner. And um, she became my partner and... Like, and after she was my partner, she, obviously I told her the things that, I, obviously she was my PA before my partner. Like, I used, I used to pay her, like, I can't remember. I used to pay her, but she used to be my, she used to be my PA and she used to always ask me, what do I need in my life? Like, I just told her, like, I need organisation, I need this, I need that. So in a way, she was doing the things that your woman would do for you. You know what I'm saying? So. Did you fancy her? To begin, to begin with, like, I should know her. Yeah and no. Because I don't, right, cool, put like this, yeah. She's not my usual type. Like, um, but yeah, she had a special flair about her that I could never find in my usual type. And to me, that was unique, innit? Mm. Like, she, because she's a raster, innit? She's, like, she's not a meat eater, you know, fish eating. She's, she's a different, she's basically the opposite of me. Like, and you know what they say, the opposite attracts. So I couldn't be with a girl that was because before her I had a girl that was that went jail that um like even though she's trying to turn her life around but she's she was living a similar background as me and there was no way that was gonna work like because we always used to clash that like, why are you going out why are you doing this why are you doing that like, I'm like nah do you know what but with this girl it was just it was just so everything was just so smooth and it was more like. It was more like, no, do you know what? That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. She was me and I was seeing each other eventually after a while. I, come on, I was, I stopped sleeping with her, but we wasn't doing nothing like that. But what happened? My grandma died. Like my grandma died, yeah? And I was living in a hostel at the time. And when my grandma died, I see, I keep saying magpie, magpies at my window. You know what they say about magpies, yeah? <laughs> One for luck, two for sorrow. <laughs> No, one for one for, one for sorrow, two, two for, for luck. luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was one. <laughs> my nan just died, so I'm in my I'm in my cell, like scared, like just like just not comfortable. And I don't know. She's my peer at the time, innit? So she would know a lot of things about me. So I, I think she, I end up, I end up, we end up getting on the phone with each other, and I told her what's going on, innit? And like she said, you know, I'm coming, mate. No word of a lie. Ever since that day, you might as well say we've been together. Because after that, I went to a funeral. My brother's, no, not funeral, memorial. My brother's 10-year memorial. Like, I think the this next day I went to my, because she stayed with me for a few days. I went to my, my brother's memorial and it was a 10-year memorial. And during that 10 years, I haven't achieved nothing substantial. Like, no keys, no nothing. Like, and he sees someone say a key word, like, right, like, what are you doing? Where, 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 and that and that. And like, she must say, well, have you got kids in that? Like, no. And she must have made me think, Raj, you know what? 10 years went by, no kids, no nothing. There's like, what am I, what am I living for really? Like, and then I started thinking, raw. Like, I went back home to, to my missus, my missus now, I told her, raw. do you know what? I want a kid. I'm a kid. <laughs> so I'm saying, <laughs> I said to her, I want a kid, bro. Like, everyone, bear in mind, we went together like that in the beginning. But I went back to her and said, I want a kid. I want us to have a kid. Like, because 
for me to even call her to come to my rescue when certain things are happening, I'm like, Rod, this girl is not an average girl, isn't it? Like, so, like, when I told her I wanted a kid, she, like, see what you just, she <laughs> did that. <laughs> she did that. And she's told me, like, Rod, you know what? She looked in my eyes and said, Rod, you know what? I'll ride with you, innit? We'll do this together. And do you know what? Funny thing about it is, she said the first day she met me, she told her, she told her brethren, that guy is going to be the one I'll end up with. Oh. And I didn't know We're that. We're still obviously. together now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at the time. But um, she, basically, she's kind of like, because obviously I was trying to be like, incorporate, like cooperative, isn't it? Like, so I was trying to get out of that street life and whatnot. And she was helping me emerge from that, that, um, that transaction. And eventually, man, eventually what happened? Eventually, I decided to give up the house that I had a trap in. And um, I think when I did that, I called one of my bridges because you know with me, I've got f- friends from different walks of life. So I called one of my friends and told me, look, I need a job, like in construction. And the next day, I got a job in construction doing that work. And I, had, I couldn't, so I, I didn't need that no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was just living normal day to day, me and the missus, and we just basically planning my company structure, like just, just planning, 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 planning. And then that's how it really happened, really. Like just emerged from crime like, like that. What is your company? Um, um, it's an entertainment company. Mm. Yeah. For the music, of course. Um, music, documentary, filming, all of that. So people watching, how can they get involved? Um, what, you know, basically, and basically, I, I need artists, obviously, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to make this small local artist, and make basically trying to bridge that gap because obviously it's easy to get to, it's easy when you've made it and you've got a name and everything. It's easy for you to do something with what you got, and you can you can have talent in the hood and not being seen because I've got certain tracks that I've done myself from way back here that I think when I listen to, I think, bro, like that's just waste talent. You know what I'm saying? So I'm think, I'm coming I come at an angle where I'm trying to basically the aim is to just basically bring people's ideas and things to life, innit? Like just anyone that's got ideas regarding story writing, ideas, like if they want to be part of um the entertainment squad, like like just obviously into entertainment you need a squad, innit? You've got people that do filming, you've got people that do like, even people that do write script writing, people that do whatever, like man, just needs a multimedia functional um um team in it. So you're hiring? Yeah, fully hiring. Like yeah, hiring for yeah, f- hiring until the team is made. So how do you apply? I've got. <laughs> how do you apply? I'm gonna give you my e- I'm gonna give you my email, which is CEO at Authentic Pioneers Entertainment. E-N-T.com. So that my email, you can hit me up directly on my email, and obviously, like I'm more than willing to communicate with anyone. Put put that in the description box below. Yeah, yeah. All your links will be in the description box below. What do you say to young people watching this who may be in the lifestyle? Um, young people. How can I pull it? 
Bro, to be honest with you, I'll tell them straight. I got shot in the back of my head by a friend. Not an enemy, not an up, by a friend. You know what I'm saying? So think about that, innit? That's what the game is about. Snakes and ladders. You know what I'm saying? That snake to me is up the ladder today. You know what I'm saying? So it's up to you what role you want to take in it. You want to be a snake, you can do your thing, but it's not only going to last so long. Especially, one thing I do know is about um, a lot of the young people that's trying to get involved in this gang life. They're doing it wrong, innit? Because they ain't got heritage. They ain't got family involved. They ain't got certain people involved. So when you're getting involved in this kind of thing, you're going at the deep end where, you're, where you can only sh- swim sh- in the shallow end. Like, and it's not worth it. Like, there's many ways to make it happen. And like, crime ain't the only way. Like, you can, there's many other stuff you can do. Like, especially if, like, the entertainment thing I'm trying to do, I'm doing it for you guys, you know. Like, cause I've seen myself go down the wrong road at a young age. And I feel like if I had the right direction back then, cause I was always trying to get out of that from when I left prison the first time. I've been trying to get out. I've been trying to set up my company with my friends and all that. But it wasn't that because of the last time I was living. So you got to pick your lane, innit? Like, you cannot be a gangster and an entrepreneur at the same time. You got to just pick your lane, innit? So if you don't want to be gangsters and you want to die horribly one day, then stay as a gangster. I rate you. Good. Whatever you want to do. But if you actually see the money side of things and... um how to unify people and everything, then boy, I suggest you leave the street alone and you figure how to basically, like, what's the word I'm looking for? How to, how to, what's the word I'm looking for? How to bridge that gap in it. Mm. Like, because streets is not, it's not for us, in it? Like, streets is, streets don't love no one. Like, it has no love for anyone. So, if truth be told, like, the street game is just it's not even it's not even a fashion no more so you lot out of fashion you lot that trying to be street you know what I'm saying it's gone out of fashion it's like everyone is trying to do better than being street so if you're still trying to be street like man are looking at you like raw you're you're still living in the 90s in a way mm. what a powerful way to end it the lifestyle just ends in the prison police death getting shot in the back of your head by a friend so we like to include a social message on this channel. We've had such an inspirational story from Zorro today with some very important life lessons for young people. So I hope you take it to heart. If you want to reach out to Zorro. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go for it. Um, I've got my social, my, inter, my media company as well, YouTube company. That's going to be coming up soon. Authentic Pine Entertainment. All right. YouTube. So all the links will be in the description box. Huge thanks to Nick. It is what it is, TV, for coordinating this interview. Link will be in the description box. Huge thanks to Jen for working diligently today. And, um, <laughs> what, not requesting Requesting break? sufficient breaks to, just to get home in time for 8 o'clock. <laughs> on schedule, yeah. bang on schedule, 5 to 8. <laughs> look, look at your face. <laughs> Jen is the owner of... Boomer and Jen, organic cotton clothing. Don't care UK. Link in the description box also. <laughs> Huge thanks to Joe and James coming out to film this today. Please let us know in the comments what you think. And most of all, Huge thank you thank to Zorro you. for sharing his story. Thank you for yeah, having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, fam. 
Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. 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 Thanks for having me. Well done. Yeah, cheers. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely yeah. to be here. Thank you. Yeah, it's getting Thank you guys for having us. Here at Boomer and Jen, we offer a wide range of organic or recycled clothing. We all know our planet is important. We only have this one. So it's vital that we all work together to slow down and reverse the changes to the environment. Whilst we all know that big industry are having a significant effect on pollution, here at Boomer and Jen, we believe that if we all make small changes, we can do our part. Fast fashion causes detrimental effects to the planet. Not only is nearly 20% of global wastewater produced by the fast fashion industry, but there is a considerable amount of fast fashion ending up in landfill. So let's move away from fast fashion items that are only worn once or twice and start wearing extremely comfortable, durable and environmentally friendly clothing and ethical jewellery. Boomer and Jen was founded in a quiet town in Devon in 2018. It has now gone from strength to strength as the world is becoming more aware of the current climate situation, helping our customers to buy sustainable, quality clothing. All of our products are fair trade and registered with the Global Organic Textiles Standard Association. Check us out on Organic Cotton Clothing dot co dot uk